Hey everyone, today's Are You Talking REM Reme episode is brought to you by Squarespace. A dream is just a great idea that doesn't have a website yet. Is that right, Adam? Well, if you want to make it a reality, <laughs> you make it one with Squarespace. <laughs> the most natural ad reads in the business, Adam Scott. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique website. Showcase your work, blog, or publish content. What else can you do? Oh, you can sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks, Scott. With 24-7 award-winning award customer, customer support, you, you can, can customize, customize everything from look and feel to settings and products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers. And, and there's, there's nothing, nothing to, to install, patch, or upgrade ever. Hey. I thought I'd fake you out. Yeah. Head to squarespace.com slash REM for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code REM to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Chronic to Collapse, Town and Into Now, respectively, that is. This is Are You Talking R.E.M. Rimmy? The comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of all things R.E.M. This is good rock and roll uh, music. All right, welcome back. We are back. Big show tonight, uh, patented, slowing it down episode tonight. Uh, a little later, we have a um, a great guest, uh, someone who reached out to us to be on the show. Uh, he is what I call a film director. He is uh, he has that uh, that patented uh that that coveted that coveted credit that coveted credit those three little words we all desire a film by you know what i call him is a friend really i I don't don't go that far yeah well i guess all that matters to you is show business and it does you know i mean labels labels uh on my jeans you love my friends yep jordash you have a label maker that you always carry i really do any of my foodstuffs my containers i like to know what's in them i i think the thing the thing about boxes is let's make them all clear you know what i mean let's and that goes for houses that goes for any any kind of container. I, I just want to know what's in all of them. You're 100% behind this clear backpack movement. <laughs> clear, too, right? I, I love it. I love what caused it. <laughs> I love the results. Yeah, you love everything about it, which is <laughs> horrifying. Let's. Uh, but uh, our good friend David Wayne will be here. Uh, you know him from Wet Hot American Summer and uh, other works. And uh, I know him from being my friend. You love this guy. What, well, talk I know. About him, I, talk about him as a friend. I look. I'm just saying that I don't. The first thing I think of isn't like, oh, David's a major filmmaker or Scott owns a big company. I think of my friends. I, I just I don't care I own about a that big stuff. company. I don't. Well, <laughs> you run. A Are big you talking company. about my penis? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's introduce ourselves. Uh, first of all, you know me from such television shows as Comedy Bang Bang, and that's about it. Um, did a Brooklyn Nine Nine? That was a gift that and- Andy Samberg gave me. 
And other than that, uh, Just Shoot Me back in the 90s, uh, when I was hot, when I was coming off of Mr. Show, and then the well ran dry in terms of performing. Uh, Scott Ackerman here, and across the table from me, you know him from the current hit, Big Little Lies. Those lies, they keep getting bigger, they keep getting littler. We don't know, is it a trick of the light? Is it perspective? Uh, We don't know what's going on with these lies. But they're back, they're bigger, they're littler. Meryl Streep is around to lie a little, but they're big, they're little. Adam Scott is here. Man. Hi. You look tired. I am tired. Why? Well, it's 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> yes. You wanted us to come here at 4.30 in the morning. I got a, I got a, a, a certified letter yeah. from you the other day. I require signature for all of my communications. Knowing you about your communications, that is rich. I don't trust uh, these little devices, these little coffins we all uh, carry around. The, uh, the, the, the rectangle we all bow down oh to. Oh, God. Enough oh, already. Enough. Let's make them squares. Look up. Look or circles. Look in my eyes. Let's make them circles. That would circles. be fun if phones but, were circles. See, that would be fine with it. That would be fun. I would really enjoy that. You know what I would like? An oval shape. Yeah. It's a friendly like a f- shape. What about a football shaped? And I'm talking three-dimensionally. Yeah. What if a phone were the shape of a football and regulation size? And made of pigskin. <laughs> yes. And had laces. Yeah. And we could use them to, you know, once we look up from them, you know, then we can toss it around. And, and we uh, all had to wear regulation pads at all times. And what if to use it, you had to kick it through regulation goalposts? Before you make any Before you call make any text. Sh- send an email, I, That is the dream. That is the technological dream to me. Uh, Scott, welcome Thanks. back to the show. It's good to see you. We have a lot to cover tonight. We have yeah. a, lot, uh, a lot to cover. We uh, Before we get to our guest, we, I have a list of topics. This is one of the... First episodes that we have recorded since we've been putting these out. Does that make sense? I mean, one of the first ones that we've been able to address some of the uh, reaction to the to is the it? episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, it's the first one because we did the— Oh, God, you and your fucking details. Just go with no, me. No, but we did the return of you talking you too. That's the yes. only one we've done since— Since we've been putting oh, them out. I didn't and then, realize that. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we we can finally address everything. There's been just a wellspring of, yeah. of, of things that people want to want to talk to us about. Yeah. So let's, let's go through it, all right? Okay. All right. Uh, okay. The sign-off. How we end the show. Yeah. We, we remember the first episode? We we didn't think of anything, so we've just been saying we hope you found what you, you're looking for. Yeah. Which is good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, right? Me too. A lot of people have said we should say it's the end of the show as we know it and we feel fine. Oh, that would be that would be lame, cringe, right? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cringe. But let's try it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we were in the DC City Paper Crossword. We were a clue. I saw that. Yeah, because I sent it to you. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, you saw that. You just happened to open your eyes one day. Uh, yeah, that was pretty, pretty cool and pretty, like, pretty difficult. I would a difficult, think a bit of a uh, yeah. obscure. Uh, well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't come. It's not at the tip of people's knowledge. It's not. You know. Uh, this show, are you talking REM re me? Yeah. Speaking of which, this is another thing. Yeah. Uh, the re yeah. part of the title. Yeah. Technically, some people have alerted to me. We have to say regarding. No, that it's pronounced Ray. 
Really? Yeah. What do you think about that? Wait, why? Yeah, exactly. But it means regarding. Yeah, so but they but it's pronounced Ray. Ray. But that that sounds terrible. R-E-M, Ray, me. Ray me. That sound that's awful. Huh. Also, they uh, the the character in the new Star Wars movies, Ray. Yeah. It's short for regarding. Now, where where are you getting all of this fan reaction? Because I, I where where does this come from? I because I pay attention to the fans, Adam. Well, I, I do. Too. I mean, I get lots of nice things said on Twitter, but I don't get. This to, well, like, where do you get people are want people a different s- sign off? Where does that happen? Be- because people send it to me constantly. Really? <laughs> yes. Uh, but what do you think about the Ray issue? Well, that's weird. That's just a, a grammatical thing I, I didn't know about. But I, I, I say we we pay no attention to it because it doesn't make any sense. Agreed. To me. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to pay attention to that. Um, I want to shout out the guy who sent us a bunch of records. Yeah, that He's, was very nice. He sent us a lot of REM uh, vinyl. He yeah. sent us the box set of uh, Automatic for the People. Do you want yeah. me to, to find his name? Sure. All right. Stall for a minute. Oh, I got, a kid came up to me at the airport. When I say kid, I mean someone who is younger than me. So he was – I think he was like in his early 20s. And he said that uh, he had never really listened to REM and now he loves them, which is uh, – was very nice. That's uh, That's something – Right, that's a nice. Okay, I found it. <laughs> have you have you had similar? I wasn't uh, paying reaction? attention. People who like listen to REM now or discovered them through us. No, um, the guy who sent us records was is uh, on Twitter is Sledding X Tigers. Dan is his name. And uh, Does he work he, at Bicycle? Is that the name of the? I don't know. He says uh, he works with the band. Wanted to send us a care package. He works with the label that does all their catalog releases. So he sent us a giant care package yeah, of very nice. not just REM stuff, but uh, Credence, which you snapped up and I uh, turned my nose up at. Yeah, you're not a fan. I'm of not Creedence a fan of Credence. I don't know. I don't know why that is. I think that's crazy. You see, so you like them? I love Credence. You do. What's your favorite Credence song? Uh, Born on the Bayou. I love Born on the Bayou. What do you like about Born on the Bayou? Uh, Do you like the idea of being literally born on a bayou? I love the idea of a baby coming out of his mother um, and straight into a swamp. Just, yeah. (laughs) Right in there. Yep. Sploosh. And then you pick the baby up out of the swamp and all of the afterbirth has been washed away. It's beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful. What the baby is or the afterbirth washing away? All of it. Just all of it. Just the whole experience. The tableau, if you will. Mm, I will. And then you wrap Not. that baby up in the leaves of whatever trees happen to the be. The fronds. Around. The fronds. And, th- and those become the baby's clothes. For the rest of his or her life. <laughs> you said his at the very beginning of I the— I sure did. Are you fucking around with the microphone? What's going on there? That's not me. That's, no, I mean, uh, do, you, do you need something? No. Are you, you're comfortable? I'm You're wearing happy. a very casual dad sweater. Yeah. Well, I was just at a dad-like party. A dad like what? What is a dad like party? Well, it's for the school that our kids go to. So I, you know, you got to dress I, it down. I, I guess I just went dad like. What if What if you were to show up to a, one of those school functions and you were like Adam Scott, Hollywood actor? Mm-hmm. You know, you were wearing Ray Bans. You yeah. were wearing, you know, I did wear Ray Bans. <laughs> 
You mean like show up like I don't, if, I don't know why that's the, the first thing I can think what of. What if I like, showed up in like a punk rocker, like the punk rocker in the Michael Bolton special, like the right. 80s sitcom punk <laughs> yeah, rocker? With a rainbow yeah, mohawk. Yeah. yeah. That, that would, would be, be that would be crazy. Do you think uh, your your kids would be allowed to stay in school? <laughs> I don't know, but I did play that punk rocker in a Tom Selleck. Uh, sitcom once. Is Tom Selleck sitcom? Yeah, called The Close. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah. English. Yeah. Um, I am speaking English. <laughs> Are you? Because I I have a universal translator in my ear. Would you please uh, remove it? Okay, here we go. And just talk to me like a normal... Right. Oh, okay. No, I get it. Put it back in. Hey. Yeah. See. Oh wait, am I, I not speaking English? You are not speaking English. Uh, I also got to give a shout out to uh, uh, Barrett Emmerich, who sent us a really nice message. Uh, I texted it to you, and you can go ahead and say, "Oh, I saw that." Uh, but he sent us a uh, a really sweet message about. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's a private message, so I probably don't want to. Pass on exactly what he said, but yeah, it's uh, very, very nice. But it was it was very very nice. I sent it to you, and uh, your response: what a dick. <laughs> so thanks. I feel like Barrett would appreciate. That. <laughs> I think he would. Uh, I also want to play this because this is something that a fan made. Uh, I think that. You'll really, or uh, I know that uh, I played this for you. It's really great. A uh, few episodes back, episode six ish, I believe, we uh, debuted our version of the song called How Does It Feel? Oh, yeah. When you're in REM. Episode five, I think. Five ish. Oh, Finkel. no, six. You're six. right. You're right. <laughs> and uh, someone set it to music. Yeah. And I don't quite know who it is, but let's play it here. Let's see. Uh, how it sounds. This is uh, the debut on this show, at least, of How Does It Feel, parentheses, when you're in REM, second parentheses, good, end second parentheses, end first parentheses. Here we go. This is a song that means a huge amount to me because I wrote it when I came out of a very bad, a very dark period. <laughs> How does it feel when you're in REM? We're dying laughing at that. That is really funny. Oh man, uh, <laughs> that thank, is. I that wish is I funny. knew who who made it. It's oh, so man. funny. Thank you. For uh, whoever did that. Thank you to whoever that is. Uh, I wish we could credit you, but that's uh, really really funny. <laughs> man, 
Um, oh, I have one here. Someone yes. uh, tweeted the uh, last couple of days. Hey, guys, are you going to cover the REM score for Man on the Moon on the podcast? Like, count that as an album because technically it is an album of theirs. I mean, they have like three or four new REM, REM songs and then a bunch of, bunch of noodles. Well, they have – it's a score to the movie and then like two new songs because Great Beyond right. was Great Beyond there, was yeah. a big hit. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I think maybe we should or we can... What's your appetite for doing more episodes? Do you want to close up shop? Yeah, let's end it. (laughs) (laughs) Every once in a while, Adam is like, oh, we got to do an episode for such and such. I'm like, you barely want to do the ones we're doing. I want to. I just... I know. We are very... It's very hard when you got those little eyes. Looking up at you. (laughs) And you're like, how am I going to tell these and make them sound natural? Is that the hardest part of Big Little Lies is like all the lying you have to do? Oh, I thought you you said these little eyes. Oh. I thought you were talking about my kids (laughs) looking up at me like, Daddy, why are you going to make a stupid podcast? (laughs) Do they ever say that to you? Like no, but I, they did I listen would think, to it the other day. I would think they would say that about your acting career. They do. They <laughs> definitely say it about my acting. It's just the podcasting is less tangible, so they can't point at it they and can't. say it's terrible. But I would say that don't you agree that people enjoy this show more than the entirety of everything you've ever done other Pro- than this show? Probably. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, speaking of people enjoying the show, uh, this is something that we do every once in a while is uh, uh, we love it. We love when our fans give us reviews. Love it. Love it. When when they go on iTunes and give us some nice reviews. Yeah, we reach into the old, are you talking REM, Remy mailbag. <laughs> Remy. <laughs> Remy mailbag. Uh, is it because of do re me? Maybe that's the weir- why it's weird. That's weird. Why would they Remy. 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 Are you talking R.E.M. Raimi? Speaking of great film directors, Sam Raimi. Oh, amazing. A, a consummate filmmaker. Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2. 2. Hey, guess what came after that? What's that? Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3? Uh-huh. Spider-Man 3. They could have kept going as far as I'm concerned. Right. Four, five, six. Go all the way up to seven. Then knock then it off. call it a day. Yeah, call it a day. But what a what a filmmaker. I know uh, that we're in sort of an Airsots, uh episode of I Love Films. Oh, yeah. Is that what this is? I guess so. Hey, everyone. Welcome to I Love Films. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And we – I it, it listen, barely has to be said listen, that we love films. Listen. Sam Raimi. Sam Film. Raimi. Filmmaker, The Evil Dead, The Evil Dead 2, The Evil Dead 3. Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. Drag Me to Hell, Drag Me to Hell 2, Drag Me to Hell 3. Drag Me me Back to Hell. Drag Me, like, dangle me above hell. Tease hell. Just tease hell. Just cock tease hell a little bit and then pull me back up into heaven. Five. Five. <laughs> Sam Raimi. What, Sam, I, Sam, just say it. Sam, Sam Raimi. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it even makes sense no, when you say it like but that. But when you think about it visually, like close your eyes and think about close it. Close your eyes and, you know, try to do it at, you know, at a 16-9 ratio, please. Yeah. Aspect ratio. Uh, okay, please. please. Letterbox it. Letterbox okay. that motherfucker. I got to tell. surround sound. Oh, oh my God. I want sound in front of me. I want sound to the side of me. I want sound in back of me. I want sound every single. 
single place above me. Ugh, I don't. I, it makes sounds below me. I wish Sam Raimi would come to the theater and just be like, just, just be like blowing me during a film. <laughs> Sam Raimi, if you're listening, I know you are. Please, please blow us. <laughs> While we watch a movie. Please. While we watch a movie, not a film. Because I would never dare ne- get a blowjob during a film. Never. But a movie? That's what movies are for. That's what movies are for, to get blowjobs during. All right. This has been I Love Film. See you next time. Bye. That was hmm. a good one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so speaking of reviews. Yeah. Our favorite time of year is when we start one of these shows and we lure unsuspecting fans of the band into <laughs> listening to them and then they get upset and oh, they yeah, and they send so us reviews and then so they post mad. reviews. So let's read some of these. This comes from CMS the first. He says he I'm assuming these are all he's, by the way. <laughs> he says, not for me, not funny. Okay. And do you know him to be an REM fan or just I don't know, but there's a recurring theme as we go through these. And where did you where did these come these from? These are Twitter? all on iTunes. These iTunes. are all on iTunes, yes. God, so. This is Kegstand gives it two stars. Hey, mm, out of five. Not, not bad. bad. <laughs> Listener beware. If you're looking for a podcast discussing REM, look elsewhere. Approximately ten to twenty percent tops is discussing the band. <laughs> the remainder is a couple of buddies farting around in front of a microphone. <laughs> yeah, and? <laughs> the one under that, by the way, from uh, Archon My TH is, update please, way too much to talk about REM guys. What's going on with Harry Potter? Oh, that's awesome. What is going on with Harry Potter? Uh, nothing. Still haven't returned? No, no. No. No, never gonna. No, I, I don't think that. Do you think your kids will ever, like, is, is the, has the moment passed for Harry Potter or does no one talk about it anymore? Yeah, it's not. I'm the one that brings it up, like, every time we finish a book. I'm like, hey, hey should we start that, jump <laughs> that back into That lonely cobwebbed copy of Harry Potter? I don't know what it is. It doesn't seem to be uh, as fervently followed in this particular elementary school. Yeah, interesting. What are they like over there? The Ready Player One. It's all Ready Player One. Really? Do they do – is there a reference to anything that you've ever done in Ready Player One? Like is there a party down? Do they have the pink bow ties anywhere? (laughs) Uh, Not not that I could tell. But, you know, I haven't watched the whole movie in slow motion yet. Okay. So we should probably (laughs) – That's coming. Uh, Terrigal Junkie writes, get to the point, aggravating. Two stars. (laughs) I like Adam Scott when he has a script. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. <laughs> I get that these two are trying to be funny, but they are mostly just repetitive and vulgar, which isn't the same as funny. And their endless tangents are mind-numbingly vapid. On the new Arharium podcast, it took them over an hour and 15 minutes before they even started doing the track-by-track song impressions. Tighten it up, guys. Brevity would definitely improve what they are trying to accomplish here. Yeah. Because we're trying to accomplish... So tra- much. <laughs> well, it's the comprehensive... Yeah. Compendium of all things REM. Uh, let's see. A complete mess. Oh, look at, listen to this guy. 
I'm a fan of Comedy Bang Bang, but this was a complete disappointment. They try to have it both ways, and it simply doesn't work, which becomes plainly obvious very early on. You can't have the clueless buffoon host persona as well as tell your own true-life personal experiences of discovering listening to R.E.M. I feel as if the hosts were playing a joke on the listeners. Let's see how stupid we can be and how far from the subject we can go and still have people listen. The only interesting part comes after wading through 85 minutes of drivel. Don't waste your time. But a comedy um, Bang Bang fan, supposedly. And it sounds like he... <laughs> like, Probably a, a big comedy Bang Bang fan. That's a pretty deep dive. Yeah. And what does he mean by have it both ways? Does he, Like, by you being the host but and, and playing a character, but I, also talking about I think he just real doesn't life? realize I'm actually clueless. <laughs> clueless about what, though? What I don't know. Mean? Just like I'm kind of a dumb person. I don't think he understands that. Let's see. Uh, Shum... Sir Bumby. Sir Bumby. Oh, God. Yeah, Sir Bumby. Love REM. They have done no research. Info is wrong. <laughs> Very unfunny. Although it may have been fun to make. Uh-huh. That's great. Wait, what What were we wrong about? I, I don't know. <laughs> I know that when we did Fables of the Re... This is... Well, I don't know. Never mind. Wait, what, what did we get wrong in your opinion? I... The stupid thing is is that there, I've held back a few times because mm-hmm. I I am afraid of being too nerdy, and I've held back from jumping in with and correcting facts. people. Y- yeah, right. So I, maybe because no one likes that guy, right? That guy that you are. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. <laughs> so maybe all be more kind of vigilant about that stuff because... Yeah, really hold our feet to the fire on these REM facts. This is w- what people are listening for. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. For the comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium. Like we compendium. did Fables of the Reconstruction, never talked about the Reconstruction, which is kind of what the album was about. Exactly. But and the fables whatever. regarding them. Yes. <laughs> we never talked about it. We didn't. We just <laughs> talked about the songs, and but never like the theme of the whole, well, whatever. Waldo 1000 says, meandering garbage. Awful, just weak, meandering, uninspired improv garbage. Get an editor and cut this down to 30 minutes? You'd have something enjoyable. Oh, everyone <laughs> wants us to cut this down. <laughs> uh, here's a good one. Uh, five stars. Great for sparking dreams about Adam Scott, but buff and fending off high school bullies. What? <laughs> They're thinking about you fending off high school bullies as with a big, big, uh, tough buff guy, I guess. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, five stars. If you miss people chewing into microphones and talk forever without making a point, this is the podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is all. I'm just honored. Uh... uh Oh, here's another good one. Five stars. If I could give more stars, I would. You don't see this type of value from one podcast. If you want to learn about new music, you don't only get to learn everything that there is to know about one band. You get to learn about two. Everything from who's in each band to what highways go into Santa Cruz. Ah, good stuff. Um, And the last one, five stars. These guys are REM experts. They know the band members' names. They know a lot about the Bruce Springsteen Broadway show. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks, guys. Really appreciate. What's our rating on iTunes? Five stars, actually. Like on average, yes, five stars, yeah. Out of Um, 75? (laughs) So thanks for sending those. That's really nice. Yeah, Uh, 
Very nice. That's really I good. I should look at those. I didn't even know they had a I totally forgot about them until we were doing this and I said, "Oh, let me look those up." Oh, <laughs> and they were great. they were making me laugh today cuz there's a lot of r- funny ones from fans of the oh, show, that's obviously. Awesome. That's the majority of them, but I love the ones that are uh, from the the REM fans. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh we uh, by, by the way, by yes. and large, the, the reaction's been <laughs> terrific. Like I I was surprised that I was surprised by how many people have kind of approached me about this new podcast and people enjoying it. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's been wonderful. And when you say you were surprised, you like literally like, ah! yeah, like scared. I, <laughs> I put my pants. What? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, did you change? Are we off? We're off the air. We're off the air now. Yeah. I pressed the minute you said. Like I have a whisper button here. Oh, Anytime good, you start good. whispering, I just press stop. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, so you pooped your pants? I pooped my pants. Did you change out of your pants or? No, because I was in the middle of a huge, very important performance. <laughs> performance of what? Was it Shakespeare in the Park. Oh, my God. Which role? Malvolio? Yeah, how did you know? You never <laughs> came to see it. Uh, well, I mean, the, the immortal bard. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I didn't have time to change. So you didn't have time. Wait, how long, how long ago was this? Well, a month and a half ago. You like haven't that. changed your pants in a month and a half. That's right. That's right. <sighs> Adam. Yeah. I get it. Thank you. You lead a busy life. I do. I'm a busy person. And I, I don't have time to change. How's it feeling down there? Oh, well, now it's fine. I mean, it's basically, you know, just kind of crusted over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we stop whispering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just get back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Um, so, yes, thank you so much to the fans. Uh, it's been, it's a, What a ride it's been. And who knows how much longer we're on this crazy ride. Scott, what a long, strange trip it's been. Ah, <laughs> huh? credence. Mm, okay. I feel like it is great, though, to see this reaction and, and see people actually, like, uh, being enthusiastic about this band. That makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, very uh, happy. yes, and uh, uh, Chef Kevin reminds me that uh, the actual band of which we are doing such a deep dive into, the the very band uh, in the the very title of this show, uh, Har- yep. Har- uh they featured this very show on their very webpage. They did, didn't they? That was really cool. To and see a picture of us on the REM website page was a huge moment. It's almost like me. we are members of the band. Well, at I this didn't point. want to say that. But mm-hmm. like, We're sort of like, you know how Billy Preston was the fifth Beatle? Yeah. We're like the first and second members of REM. Do you know who the other, the other unofficial fifth members have been over the years? Of the Beatles? Of REM. of REM? Test me. Do you know <laughs> who any of the unofficial fifth members of REM have No. Been? Okay. <laughs> who, who? Who do well, you got? Well, Peter, Peter Holsapple was there. <laughs> yes, during the Out music. of Time. Yeah, but he was on, on stage for the Green Tour. The Green Tour, yes. And then, From the DBs, a great yeah. band. Michael Stipe even introduces him at Unplugged as sort of the unofficial fifth member of REM. And then what I heard was he wanted a share of the profits. Oh, is that right? And that's I when didn't... you got to go, whole sapple, hit the road sapple. 
I didn't I didn't know that. But and then uh, Scott McCoy, of course, was with them of course, for years. Scott from the Mo- McCoy, tour. whom we were just speaking about a few episodes back. He's great. Great guy. He sent you a nice message, did he, he sure not? Did. What, what a uh, nice do you want to talk about that or do you want to keep that close to the vest or the chest as uh, well, Christopher m- Nolan would maybe say? Maybe after the next uh, what 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 would Christopher Nolan say? He's in I've talked about this on other shows, but in uh, The Dark Knights, he yeah. has two different characters saying keep it close to the the chest which is not the American version of uh, that expression, but I think it must be the English version. But it, it sticks out like a sore thumb to me because here in America, in Gotham say, City... Keep it close to the vest. We say close to the vest. He has two different characters saying it in one movie. In one movie, yeah. Keep it close to the chest. Yeah. Weird. I guess it makes as much sense as saying re instead of ray, but... I love Inception. Is That's, this I Love Films again? I think it is. Hey everyone, welcome to I Love Films. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And we love films. Uh, I was just talking about a film before we started recording the show. Which film? Can uh, I just talk about films just in general for a second? Sure. I have four words for you. Yep. Ka, uh-huh. Sa, uh-huh. Blanc, uh-huh. Uh. Great film. Great, one of great the, film. If you don't mind me saying, one of the classics. I Look, if you're talking films before 2016, sure, it's in there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like from the year, let's say zero. Say, you know what? Say thirty-three. Yeah. Okay. When, 33 when good old AD. J, good old JC, like uh, came back and climbed up on that rock and yep. was like, "Hey, guess Hello, what? Hello, world. Hello, Jesus is back." <laughs> <laughs> From then, from then until 2016, 16, 15, somewhere around there. It you have when you talk about films, it's one of them. It sure is. Hey, you know what other film? Huh? One easy piece? No. Two easy pieces? No. I don't think so. Three easy pieces? Nope. Doubt it. Four easy pieces? Six. Six. Too many. Too many. But five easy pieces. What a film. Jack Nicholson. Oh, classic. Jack. That's a classic performance. Hey, get me five of those easy pieces. Yeah, great. Classic Classic film. Classic impression. Classic film. Um, now, what film were you talking about? Oh, I was talking about a film also in that category from year 33 till 2015, 2016, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. A movie called Inception. Ah, Inception. Yes. I think I'm in a dream right oh, now. God, if Jack Nicholson was in Inception, what kind of stuff would he say? It's too bad that our favorite film actors have to age and, um, you know, they have to die. Because I would love to see uh, – every time I go see a film, I would love to see the likes of a Kirk Douglas. Sure. You know, a, a Jack Lemon. Yeah. Uh, and Orson Welles. Oh my God! What a great. You know what was great about Orson Welles? He was an he was an auteur. Mm. He wrote maybe he the directed, first auteur. He was an actor. What? Yeah, he acted in his films as well. Which one? Well, Citizen Kane. What what, what film was that? Have you not Citizen Kane? It, I haven't seen that. It's like the most famous film of all time. The most famous film. Yeah. Maybe a movie. Maybe the most famous movie. No, Citizen Kane is a film, Scott. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word. What am I saying? Of course I know Citizen <laughs> I know, Kane. I know, I know, I know. I, know. Uh, I love I Citizen love it. Kane. I love it. It's a real film. It's this a, is a long episode. This is. It's too long almost. Yep. Or, or it's kind of like a bonus episode. 
in a way. Of I Love Films. Of I Love Films. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Long. Yeah. Got to tighten it up. You know, I, a little editing. I wonder what one of our fans <laughs> would have to say about that one. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, oh, Scott McCoy. Do you want to say what? Oh, uh, uh, when we you're going to look, you're going to look for it. it. You're yeah. going to look for it. What a sweet guy, though. What a sweet. What a. Mwah. I wish I could kiss him right now. Who oh, are, and who now are the other? Who are the other after five? The, it's been a couple episodes it's since been... Lance was on. Mm-hmm. We can talk about the, the Portland thing and how cool uh... – We already talked about it when he was on. No, I know, but we can refer back to it. Yes, that will be so fun. Yeah. Well, we're kind of recapping what it's been like since the show. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we got to hang out – backstage with those guys and they're super It nice. was amazing. You got Bill uh, Bill Berry uh, Boo Berry Bill Berry Mike Mills and Peter Torque. Buck Peter Torque? Peter Torque Yeah That's right Peter Torque um, R.E.M. Great recording act certainly and live act as far as I'm concerned. I look, as far as I'm concerned, they they ran the gamut. They would they would record music, they would perform it live. That's yep. everything you want a band to do. We're going to be talking to them. We need to go to a break. When we come back, we have uh, a wonderful director, very patient man. A, a, look, a guy who I said come late if you don't want to listen to this and he said I'm interested. I'm in. I'm all in. He pushed his chips toward the center of the table and was like count me in. I, I uh, I'm on board. I'm I only have, you know, a 7, a 3, a joker. <laughs> Did you see uh, Molly's game yet? Speaking of poker. Oh, speaking of films. And poker films. Yeah. We got Rounders, Molly's game. Yeah, I did see Molly's game. I really liked it. She ran a game. You know, do, you did know you, that. Did you ever play in that game? No. You, did, did you know that the Mike Sarah uh, character is based on you? Oh, shit. He's a total douchebag. Yeah, he's a real asshole. Yeah, that's you. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> you bad, know, we, you know, bad I, news. I believe we met playing a poker game. We did. And our next guest and I met playing a poker game uh, as well. And uh, hey. he was very nice to give me a DVD of his work at the next week's poker game because I mentioned I hadn't seen it. And he was like, oh, I'll bring you some. Had you not seen The State? No, it wasn't The State. It oh. was uh, some shorts he made. Ah. The Stella shorts. The best. The best. Speaking of him, we're going to get to him. David Wayne is our guest talking about R.E.M. Comedy hero. We're going to be talking about uh, so many things. And he also has brought us some very special recordings. Oh, my God. These are great. That he made. I haven't heard them yet. Spoiler. You uh, haven't heard them? No, I haven't listened to them. So I'm going to hear them for the first time along with our listeners of uh, his band doing R.E.M. songs. This is very exciting. We are going to come right back with more... Are you talking R.E.M. Remy? We will be right back in just a moment. We're going to come back in just a moment. Hey, Adam. Today, um, I want to talk to you about Squarespace. How's that sound to you? Oh, I can't wait. Please. Please. 
I know I sat you down, called a special family meeting. Yeah, we're just all for this. here, both <laughs> of our families. <laughs> cool up, Naomi. Stay out of this. Um, have you ever thought about anything? Hmm. Well, no. <laughs> okay. Let me give you a tip. If you ever do, if you ever have a thought or a dream, well, you can make it with Squarespace. That's what I've heard. But you didn't choose to think about it? Exactly. Okay. Well, Squarespace has beautiful templates. I know how into templates you are. I, you know You're like I, Indiana Jones in the Template of Doom over here. It, I love kicking back and just dreaming up a good old template. Hey, Naomi, I told you. Enough. I'm talking at him. You can customize everything from look and feel to settings and products, all optimized for mobile. Right out of the box with built-in search engine optimization. How do you know that? It's I'm having my first thought, oh and my that's gosh. what it ended up being. Well, this leads me to my next thought, which is that you can showcase your work or your blog, or you can publish content. You can announce a special project. You can even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. Then use Squarespace's analytics to help you grow in real time. There is nothing to install, patch, or upgrade not for one week, not for two weeks, not for three weeks, but ever, ever, ever. Though, if you do have a question, Squarespace is, again, award-winning 24-7. These guys win a lot of awards. What is up with Squarespace? And again, like it's, it sounds like they spend half their day going to awards shows. And we we would and like we to pay see for this it. award. We yeah. want to see this award. St- show us the award, Squarespace, because I've been talking about this award you supposedly have won for years, the, and I've, I, I doubt it exists. The 24-7 Customer Support Award. <laughs> yeah, so that's is, a category. These guys are liars. Anyway, keep keep dreaming, dreaming, but make make it a reality reality with a website from Squarespace. Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com slash REM for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code REM to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash REM, offer code REM. Welcome back. Adam is pretending to play bass. Stand-up bass. It kind of looks... Wow, it's all the way up to his neck. Oh, my God. Now it's it's almost as if the bass is a mustache. Wow. Um, welcome back. This is uh, oh, so exciting for us because we love talking to people and... Uh, this, I love I love connecting with people. Connect on a, like a cellular level. Yeah, just getting right in there, just face-to-face and mm-hmm. connect. We are nose-to-nose practically with yeah. our next guest. Um, and when our noses are at his nose, our toes are at his toes because we're about the same height. Um, yeah. He is the director of such... Wonderful things as uh, – which of his films have you appeared in? Let me guess. The 10? Were you in The 10? Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, Were you in They Came Together? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. What would you play in that? I was uh, in a – Were you Paul Rudd? No. I was in a music video in the middle of the movie. Very good. Nora Jones music video. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, uh, the Wet Hot uh, uh, American Summer television show, you were in that? I was in that. Season two? Season two. Mm-hmm. So fun. Yeah, what else? Anything so else? Much fun. No, that's it. Uh-huh. And you know what? That's enough. That's enough for you. Good. Yeah. yeah. Very good. But so many great movies. So Role many models. great movies. Uh, we also have the new uh, hit on Netflix called A 
and let me see if I can get this right, a simple... No, a futile. A simple, simple plan. Yep. It's the Bill Baxton, Billy Bob Thornton remake. Remake, yes. An even simpler plan. Yep. A much more simple plan. No, what is it? It's a futile... A stupid and futile gesture. A stupid and futile or just a stupid comma futile? Or a futile stupid gesture. Oh my God, we got to get clarity on this. This is embarrassing. We got Does futile or stupid come first, David? He's not talking until we introduce him. Okay. He's, a, he's a professional guest. Okay. Let's make that our first question, though. Okay. All right, here we go. He is a great guy and, I guess, a friend to Adam. Uh, please welcome David Wayne. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, David. Hey, David. I'm so sorry. Just I'm busy with some of my directing and filmmaking stuff, so I couldn't be here at the beginning of the show when you guys started. Yep. So. Oh, I get it. I you understand. Know. Very busy. Hey, we have – look, there's a question right off the top we got to ask you. No, what is it? Um – Whatever the question is, it's like that's a big reason why I'm here. Just anything you want to talk about, I'm here to be part of it. You should ask him. I don't want you to ask him. I don't want to ask him this. But I I I feel stupid saying this. David and I are friends, so I feel like if I don't know. Guys, whatever it is, I I mean the question. I actually watched the movie, and I should know. Well, but, you know, watching the movie, do I know the title of Schindler's List? Not just because I – because I've watched well, the movie doesn't mean I know the yeah, title. Yeah, but Schindler's always walking around going, look at my list, look at my list. I know. It's Schindler's list. But like when I met Steven Spielberg, <laughs> I was like, I loved your movie, List Schindler's. Oh, Schindler's listicle. One of the reasons I was late is I was just talking to some people about my latest movie, A Futile and Stupid Gesture. What? 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 I'm just saying that's what it was, it was Scott, called. We don't have to I ask the question anymore. I wasn't listening. What did he say? He said that he, the name of the movie is A Futile and Stupa, Stupid Gesture. So, No, no, no. A Futile no, and it's stupa, not a stupa, stupa, a Stupid Gesture. A stupa, it's A Futile a stupa, and Stupid Gesture. A Futile and Stupid. And Stupa, 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 stupid, 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 stupid. They test marketed that as the title for a long time. That was what it was, the shooting, when we were shooting it, it was called A Futile and Stupid, a Stupa, A Stupid Gesture. <laughs> yeah. And people stumbled over the. Mm. I think it was the working title that I had in my head then. Right. That's mm. why. Yeah. But that the people stumbled over it sort of as a tribute to R.E.M. Mm, stumble. A little reference there. Yeah, the a little reference. Well, getting us back, by the way. So we're not going to ask that first question. But um, instead, I'm going to just you know move the goalposts a little bit and shift what my first question to you is. And David, we have to ask. You're on this podcast. Are you talking to R.E.M.? Re yeah. Slash Ray Me. What was the first time you heard of R.E.M.? Oh, Wow. That, that, now that that's a curveball, Jesus. Yeah, I'm I not was, afraid to throw a slider every once in a while, too, my friend. I am a big fan of of REM, the biggest, and the biggest, I'm, really. And, and I'm a fan of this podcast, and of conversation, mm. and of friends, human beings. And so I was, you know, you guys are kind enough to have me come ha- hang out during this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought a this lot is like about, a hangout episode. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so I just thought a lot about welcome to the clubhouse. The kind David. of things that <laughs> no <things>. girls allowed. <laughs> Guys, but seriously, beers. No. do you know any girls? Do you want to bring them? <laughs> but you just said no girls allowed. Yeah, I know. But I mean, we might bend the rules. I mean, if if one came by, one came by and wanted to like just hang out for a while, you know. I don't know. Yeah. And if it's not, if that's the rule, I don't feel comfortable breaking it. <laughs> yeah, but you okay, know, it's, it's not the rule. It's not it's, the rule. It's a guideline more than a rule. You know. Uh, you did say it was a rule. It feels weird <laughs> yeah, to. But yeah, but we're the body. We could come. Yeah, we can certainly. Yeah, it's like you know. Let's change the Constitution. Sure. Uh, you know. I mean. Okay, I get it. Like sometimes the rules are 
There are no rules. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the rules are made to be broken, and that's the first rule. Speaking of breaking the Constitution, I do have something I wanted to say about oh, Trump. Great. If I could. Oh, great. Oh, yes, oh, please. Boy. This is okay. the place Here to do um, it. So I hate to – it's not it's – not, I mean, it's never a good thing to trash on the president. I hate to do it. No, I have respect for the office, if not the man. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, With no one's saying yeah. – Thank you. Okay. But okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, supposedly he's commander-in-chief, and I hate to – to to lobby to lob this one out, but mm. I sometimes and not always. I um I sometimes think he's they should call him Tweeter in Chief. Yeah, I hate to say it. Yeah, no, I know what you mean by I that because yeah. he's always on Twitter. That's one of the reasons. I don't That's know. A, that actually, I know you, you're joking, but that is one of the reasons why I'm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, 100% I'm uncomfortable serious. with this. Look, the office is what I have respect for. Okay, and I have what tweeter in chief. I, I have respect for the man just because he's a man; he's a human being. But look, I, I go for the jugular. What can I say? Yeah. Look, I mean, it, yes. Does he tweet a lot? Yes. Do I enjoy the fact that he tweets a lot? Of course. Do I think he should tweet more? Yeah, I do. <laughs> At the end of the day, so do I. At the end of the day, I'm scrolling through tweets, going, "Where are more, more tweets? I By want the more way, tweets." And I have a lot of issues with him. As a president, but at the end of the day, I'm happy he's he's the one in in the Oval I've, Office. Yeah. I have issues with him, but do I think he's the best president we've ever had? Yes, ultimately, guys. At the end of the day, if you add it all up, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, he's the one, best two, president three, four, we've five ever had. plus five equals best president of all time. We live in a country where we can say anything we want about the president: positive, negative, negative whatever. That's that's the that's, that's the what important is, part. It's incredible. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like reminds me like when you fill out a form. It's like, are you a man, woman, or other? <laughs> it's like, what's that? I know. <laughs> you know, I, like some, know. I guess I'm some people sure are, are homosexual. <laughs> okay, well, maybe. Um, all right, David. So, so right. when did you first hear, hear well, of Ari? That's all I was saying. So what I was saying is during this week, I was excited knowing that I was going to come in here and talk about yeah. REM, one of my favorite bands, maybe my favorite band. Mm. Uh, Maybe. What? I, I did not anticipate, though, that you'd ask me that one. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry, but I gotta. I gotta. Uh, I will tell you, I was at, in high school uh, doing a set of short plays that was written by students, and this guy— Why, why not long plays? Because then it would be too long. It would, it would, it would I would, like love, to, I would love to go to the theater— and see like ten long plays right in a row, written by written by fourteen written year olds. By 14, yes. <laughs> was it called the mercifully short night of theater? <laughs> yes, that was the subtitle of it. There was this guy. His name was Charles Randolph. He wrote a play, and then every night when we rehearsed it, his thing was: as soon as you hear the song "Stumble," you know that's the last song before this play is going to start. Mm. So, I, so, meaning once the uh, in the the house music. Mm-hmm. Um, so was, yeah, when yeah. you hear stumble and let's, uh, let me see if I can, what about uh, just going around to everyone and saying, we're about to start getting no, your places. Well, listen, you, this is more of an acting thing <laughs> that you might not understand, but the idea is in theater, you hear this, it's an old tradition in that uh-huh. one show we did in 1984. Mm-hmm. Would it be sort of at house music level and then it would rise as the yes. lights mm-hmm. went down and, and the be lights like, go down. Exactly. Oh boy! I and bet that's went, bringing you back. Well, right? it, it it does. It mm-hmm. does. And for a kid, for me, I he was like, you know, REM. I'm like, yeah, sure, I know REM, but I didn't. And but that now that song still gives me chills. So mm. Charles Randolph introduced you to REM. He did. What year was oh. this? Probably '84. So it was soon. Mm. It was like a year after this album came out. Mm, or no, this, this is, is a Chronic Town. Yeah, this yeah. is Chronic Town. Yeah. 
couple so, of years. But it was uh, I loved it though, and I still I, I, I well, that heard, was that the I heard only... you guys trashing on Stumble. What on the? Well, you were like the of the five songs on Chronic Town, it's your least that favorite. Doesn't sound Is that like right? Me. That doesn't sound like me. It's okay. And now here's the audio. I gotta say, Stumble out of all five, it's my favorite. Wait a minute. I love you it. Doctored the audio. I, love I love think it. you doctored the audio. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting a little more like Doctor Feelgood, if you ask me. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway, that that was my so, introduction. So, was that the only REM song that you knew at the time? Like, at the time, and, and it was the only your only chance to listen to it was while you were prepping to do this. Because he had the tape. Mm-hmm. But then I went down to Record Revolution on Coventry in Cleveland, Ohio. This is Cleveland, up. Ohio. You grew Shaker up Shaker Heights, Ohio. Okay. Uh, and I gave him some money, and I got Murmur when it came out. Sounds like an equitable trade. Sure. Um, How much money, though? Let's- do, honestly, actually, it was more— it Was, was it re- like $500? Because okay. that's a bad deal. I think I said it too quickly because I didn't tell the right story, the mm. real story. Okay. The other next door to record revolution was Record Exchange, mm. and that's where I would take— You'd, just, the, my, you'd take records yeah. and then— And my father was a— owned radio stations as a kid. So he brought home stacks of records that were given to the radio station. Oh, but they what had a that, scam. Well, they had a little stamp on that that says, not for resale. Yeah, promotional use those. only. Like yeah, a yeah. cutout, like yeah. a little, like it, it looks like they took scissors. And, and they, so a store- And a little gold stamp. A store would buy them, but then they would ch- they would have to charge less for them. Yeah, they normally. sell them as used. Yeah, they usually, sell them as right? used. Yeah. Well, but I remember so well going into record exchange and saying, is it okay that it has this thing that says it's illegal to sell these records? Mm-hmm. And th- th- he said, I said, how do you know what the price are? And he says, we look at the value and the condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, well, but <laughs> Sounds what like about- Sounds like a scientist. What a- <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I said, but what about the fact that it has this label that says it's illegal for me to bring it in and sell it? And he's like, we look at the value and condition. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> shut He's up, trying to be like, stay cool, like, you just, fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. But uh, I would bring in a big stack of those and get a, a new CD. How, what, what uh, so you, so you like, trade those in for equal value, a, C, a new CD or tape. Depending upon the value and condition, of, of course. Of course, of yeah. the record, the yeah. said records. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're interested in, in getting involved in this, there is an 800 number. I, would, I wouldn't, if it's okay, I'd like to give that out the number. Yeah. yeah, please. Yeah. And by the way, for those of you concerned about a toll, this is a toll-free number. Okay, um, so it's an 800 number, typical. Yeah, 800 number, so no. No are, charges apply? No charges for the long-distance fee. I know mm-hmm. a lot of a lot Standard of text messaging rates, though? <clears throat> tend to be concerned about the, the, the toll. This is a toll-free call. Even mm-hmm. if you're overseas, or is this just a United States thing? Okay, that's something I'm going to have to gum, come come back to you on because okay. I okay. don't know the answer to that question. Can you come back for our next episode? Yeah. I Actually, will, do you mind leaving now? I will <laughs> leave and I'm going to get that answer for you. I'll be back in an hour if okay. everyone can just wait. Okay, yeah. let's no let's uh, pause the episode right now sure. and uh, next time you hear us, it'll be an hour later. Great. Hey, everyone. We're back and uh, oh, it's 5.30 in the morning now. Yeah. There was and, a bit uh, of traffic. Um, I went to the headquarters of the company that Set up the 800 number for us. <laughs> okay, wow. And uh, they had to come in quite early. <laughs> right, yeah. Talk. Yeah, because they, they weren't working right no. now. Right? But I do have the answer for you, which is that the uh, it is not an international thing. Mm. So, oh, okay. okay. So if you are overseas, just as a word of warning. Don't try calling this expecting there, it to be a toll-free yeah, number There may for be you. a toll of some sort. Even a, up in Canada. Our friends to the uh, north. Sure. Yeah. What about Hawaii and Alaska and yeah. Puerto Rico? Yeah, okay, the I'm states gonna, are not. Uh, can, I'm going to have to go. Oh shit. Back. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll wait. Good we'll wait. Info to have. Yeah. Right. Hey, we're back. Hey guys. And uh, 
it is like breakfast time now. <laughs> yeah, seven thirty in the we, morning. I stopped at Denny's on the way here. Wait, that's why I was did like, you bring uh, us anything? Uh, oh, it was so expensive. I only had expensive. Oh, that's like man. the cheapest restaurant. I'm starving. God, yeah. we've just been sitting around waiting for your silly ass. I ended up giving a big tip though. That's why. Oh, really? Well, How the, big? Because the <laughs> the waiter wasn't very nice. It wasn't very nice. <laughs> it was very nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you end up getting there to eat? Uh, eggs, bacon, and potatoes. Oh. <laughs> Delicious. Boy, that's the triple threat. Yeah. Is that the Grand Slam? Is that the Grand Slam yeah. breakfast? Yeah, yeah. That's that's everything I want in a breakfast. Sure. You know what I want? I, I want something that comes out of a chicken's butt. Yep. I want like a sliced up pig that's yep. fried. And then some taters. Just, you know, something that they uh, were missing back in old Ireland. Yeah. I always found it ironic that you would get like cheesy bread with pizza it's mm-hmm. very similar ingredients. Yeah. Where? Where? Little Caesars. Mm. Oh, I see cheese. <laughs> it's like, here's some pizza, and then on top of that, how about some more pizza? How about some pizza, but without, without the tomato sauce and without the pe- like the stuff you like about pizza? I hate right. to lay this down, but would you like some pizza with your pizza? <laughs> I know. All right. Exactly. Okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry. I, that was a little that harsh. That was a little harsh. A little. Okay. Sorry. So, did you get that yes. info for us? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it will not work in Canada either. Okay. Got it, got it. But wait, what about Hawaii, Puerto Rico, Alaska? No, none of those. Oh, yeah, that was the information that we wanted (laughs) you to But it won't work, or you'll have to pay. They will uh, levy a toll. Okay, and do you know how much? Four dollars. Four bucks. Okay. Wow, he got all All the information. I I was really not wanting to go back again, so (laughs) I got all the info. You were so so helpful before. (laughs) So you want to give this number out? Yeah, I'll pass. Okay. So we're not getting the number. No, I will give the number. Uh, I, 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 but I'm going to give it at the end of the show. Okay. It's easier because people, okay. that's when, give people You don't chance. want people like pressing pause on this to go call some number. No, no, no. Give people a chance to get a pencil or a pen yeah. and a piece of paper. And, and <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I have forgotten what we're talking about. What, just to remind myself and the listeners, what was the... The number four. Yeah, what is it? What are we even talking about? I don't think you ever even mentioned that. You said, I'm going to give out a number. And then we've oh. been waiting here for three hours. It was for if you want to get involved in... In what? In exchange. I'm just not even on board with the premise. Records for, for right, right. CDs. Okay. All right. So anyway, he said, if you want to get on board with this, I have an eight hundred number. So anyway. you, so you got Chronic Town. So I got involved with that way, but th- yes, <laughs> you got then- involved with REM <laughs> by buying their record. Yeah, we get it. Well, but then, so as a ki- in my high school days, yeah, uh, four years usually. My uh, so okay, sorry. Starting over. Can we rewind? In my high school years, I was. Uh, my friends were in bands, a lot of bands, and I had a basement, so they would all practice in the basement. And drum sets ended up being in my basement. And uh-huh. I, were basements not common in Ohio in your neighborhood? They were, but my parents were lax because they had older children and they ran out of Where they were like ground level and above, very strict. It Below, yes. anything goes. All access, all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of I like I like I went down there and I would get blown. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow. 
Sounds um, like what we want Sam Raimi to do. Yeah, yeah. while we watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> His movie. Um, um, so, so, so there were always there was always a drum set down there. There was a drum set. There was a PA. There were guitars, and that's where did you I play? T- did you play things yet? Did you play instruments yet? <laughs> I didn't much at all. I didn't what, at all. What, but what I, were they doing down there? Did your they, siblings? My no, my friends would have band practice in my house. And so when they, they weren't brought there, the, the instruments they brought there? their instruments. Okay, and so when they weren't there, I would dick around on, and I, and that's mm-hmm. how I ended up learning to play the drums. Mm-hmm. And I ended up learning to play the drums and the piano and the so guitar you were self, a little bit. Self-taught drum drummer. Self-taught. Wow. Um, What's the secret to playing drums? You, you, know, you got to, basically you got to hit them. Okay. So, oh, you already know this. Uh, hit, hit like what? You got to hit these things so that it's like makes an audible sound. You know, a lot of it, it's like those are the tools, sure. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, here's how to hold the thing. Here's how to do this kind of paradiddle. Here, but yeah, here's the sequence of yeah. drums that you have to hit. You know in what? Order That's to- all bullshit. Wow. You can learn that in two seconds. To huh. me, it's about telling a story. Huh. I love and what telling story, stories. What story are you telling? Like since the days of the caveman painting, you know, on the on the side of a cave, you know, like, oh, this woolly mammoth killed my buddy. All the way up to Spielberg's The Post. <laughs> right. And nothing past that. No, no. We've been telling stories. Yeah. And that's and being a drummer is being a co-author of a story with the bass player and the keyboardist. I so, like thinking yeah. about it like the drums are a character. In Almost the like story. New York City in that great film Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. New York City is a character in the, mm-hmm. in the story. Mm-hmm. It you, almost kind of is, though. In, yeah, in, no, in, no. I, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I know so. people joke about it, and they're like, yeah. huh, like that character in New York City. No, but ha, in this case, ha, New York really is a character. In, in that case, in story, it kind yeah. of actually is. Wouldn't, the story would not exist if not for New York City and the, right. and the energy. And, and the a lot pulse. of people would call the, that a the, setting. The people in the city, it's like the blood coursing through the veins of the character. In yeah. the, mm-hmm. in the movie. It's like an anthropomorphic city that talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you had musical so, instruments down there, and you, and, and you were in the band? Well, or the, uh, they were just practicing? It all evolved, and it eventually weaseled my way into some of these different bands that were— At what point did you say, like, hey, you know, I've been— farting around on the drums here. I've been I'm, playing your drums yeah. without permission. <laughs> now can I take over? Can I replace you in the yeah. band? <laughs> but I think it was one of those things where sometimes somebody would drop out or somebody had yeah. to, and so then they'd be like, hey, we know you can do it. I was, in, yeah. These Is that is, how people talk to your Yeah, all of my friends had smoked a lot. Oh. And so, I was in bands uh, in high school and, and a little bit of college myself, and uh, yeah, it was always like- Were you a drummer? Uh, no, guitar. Oh. Uh, and it, and it was always you know like oh who's in the band today you know and there's some fighting and firings and and I, in fact we had one gig that our original bass player who didn't know how to play the bass he was teaching himself as we were like playing gigs and stuff uh, we finally someone had to fire him and go you just can't play these songs. And so we were we were playing a gig at a pizza place. It was our first like big major gig that we got at at this pizza place, and we started playing a song that he like co-wrote. Uh-huh. But it was you know we all co-wrote it you know, and he came up and he just like came up right in front of our faces, Drama. and flipping us off like right you know the big long finger flipping us off. Why? And, and then after the after the gig, he was like. I thought you would have retired my song when you retired me. Oh boy! The drama am- among the a lot band of drama. Scene. We what had was a- he doing at the pizza place? He want well. I think he was like still into us as a band. 
and didn't have any hold fe- hard didn't hold any hard feelings yeah. about it until then or something. Yeah. I don't know. The drama in our school I remember was because there was a battle of the bands mm-hmm. and oh we were in one. Craig Wedron, who's my yeah. composer, always Shudder to Think, great bands yep. that Craig he Wedren's was in. Amazing. Everyone, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the best and still mm-hmm. going strong. But at the time, he was also like the star singer, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. he was both in. Our band, uh, Immoral Minority, which was like the cool rock band. Immoral Minority. Immoral how, did Minority. You, how did you come up with that name? Uh, that was Craig's uh, Was name. it based That's on? a good name. That's a good name for like a high school band. Well, you've heard of um, the Moral Majority? Yeah. Okay, so just put a little twist on it. I don't Sure. Well, okay, I'll break I, it down. So Immoral Majority. That's one way. But he said, not that, but Immoral Minority. Immoral minority. Okay. Okay. Like Got it. I like Got it. it. I like it. I like it. Um, what kind of music were you playing in Immoral Minority? Uh, Husker Du, uh, Replacements. All covers or inspired Mostly by? covers and uh-huh. some, a few in originals. Mm-hmm. Then Craig was also in like the cool new wave band that was playing Duran Duran covers oh, and stuff like that. It had like yeah. a girl in it and had a cool a keyboardist. Girl. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool to have a girl. Yeah. <laughs> and when it came to the battle of bands, the, the, you couldn't, you weren't allowed to be in two bands, so he had to choose oh, no. which uh. band. And it was a big kerfuffle. But then when he left the Immoral Minority to be in Freudian Slip, thus was born Freudian Slip. the next Freudian Slip. Immoral Minority minus Craig was a new band called Batman and Robin. <laughs> and that was like, that, that was the big, that became my big, and we, we were like, we won the Battle of the Bands. Really? We did. Batman and Robin with won our, the Battle of the Bands. With our covers of um, This Charming Man by the Smiths. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Uh, The Weight by the Pretenders. Okay. And um, I'm Drowning in Your Love by Teardrop Explodes. Okay, uh, yeah. Thank you. Isn't it weird that the Pretenders made a song called The Weight and the band made a song called The Weight? But well, that they're, is, they're, and that's the only time I think that's the only in time rock that, history that, that anyone has made. But, but they're spelled the differently. Time. Yeah, yeah, huh. weird. That's really weird. Um, um, so was that your your chance to like step step up to the plate, so to speak? You know how in a baseball game? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a baseball game? No. Hmm. Let's see. Crack of the bat. Well, I know we, that at breakfast, like I always step up to the plate. Grand Slam yeah. breakfast. Yeah. Okay, so like that, like when you step up to the plate. When I'm in, when I when I go to breakfast, I was like, I'm in the dugout. I'm just gonna yeah. like you know pick up the bat, step to and the all plate, the pressure and when hope you, to get a home when, run when you breakfast. step up to breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I think, everyone's. I think walking. you're talking about a baseball game, my man. Well, I don't know where those terms come from. I just use them. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, but I was sort of the – I was the leader of the – I was the – You were the leader. I was you the managerial the leader of the band. Okay. In and fact, did everyone else consider you the leader oh, or you just think – I didn't tell the best – well, my favorite part of the story. Okay. Which is that the – for years, I was actually the manager of the band but wasn't a musician. Oh. But I would make the posters and put my picture on the posters as the <laughs> manager. And my name was the biggest name on the- <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean – and because my, my father paid for the printing or something, and so oh. he's like, "Oh, we're going to do it with my son." So, <laughs> so you were all, the whole time wanting to be in the band, probably. Yes, but it probably took me a while to even admit it to yeah. myself, and then to them, and then right. finally, I was like, "Can I just play all?" Can I just be in the band? But then, uh, so, but uh, what does this have to do with our good friends in Hariam? Oh, right. So, well, then finally, I was in these bands, and I was we were doing it, and then. Uh, Later on, basically, we were evolving into doing 
another band at another time with a slightly different lineup. And we loved R.E.M. and we're doing so many R.E.M. covers. And we decided let's just become an R.E.M. tribute band. Okay. And that's what we did. We're, oh, we're tribute ba- bands out th- I, I remember the 80s. It wasn't really a thing, it seemed like. Like, there weren't a lot of tribute bands out there. Not until that I was aware of, no. The late 80s, I remember, was... at your high school? No. Huh. It's, I, 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 the concept of them, I mean, suppose is Suppose like, we had heard of it, but it just... I don't even know, but we just were like, why? Let's just... We, we, it seems like we want to play only R.E.M. songs, so let's just do it. Mm-hmm. And we called it Seven Chinese Brothers. Okay. And then we sort of, at the same time, had a Smiths tribute band with the same members. These Charming Men? This Charming Band. <laughs> Um, and and we went uh, we would play this charming band and then we would leave and say okay stay tuned you know the seven Seven Chinese Chinese brothers brothers are coming up up. they're pretty good you go we want to stick (laughs) around for them and then we would come out and be like how about those guys (laughs) that's great wow so uh, and this is this is exciting you have brought recordings well I called my friend Steve Kelly who was the bassist who and I hadn't heard these in many and you're still on good terms with Steve Kelly the bassist I mean we email uh-huh. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's fun. What's Steve Kelly doing these days? He lives in Boston. Boston. Um, Massachusetts. Where's he park his car? Yeah. That's that is what you you need to ask him. Does Not a lot of Matt, places to park. Matt Damon car. and Ben Affleck? Yeah. What does he think of apples? Um, I think he likes them. <laughs> How does he like these apples? Oh my god. Yeah. No, he's good. He's good with them. <laughs> he's good with those apples? Yeah, because I I knew the, I knew that's one I knew you'd ask. What does he think of these holes apples? Yeah, he likes them. Um, so you call you you email him. I email him and I said, "Do you have the recordings? the recordings? Is and, he's the keeper of the recordings?" Well, he had them. Uh, okay, so, so then yes. I don't know why we're arguing, but okay. <laughs> and so I have them, and I and I could play a couple of samples. This is great. Please. Now you you uh, you brought them on your computer. Yes, and you need to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, doing the old oxcord joke. Um, he fell for it. You know, yeah. earlier I thought it was great how you were putting pushing your hair back when you were imitating Jack Nicholson, as if anyone could see you doing. <laughs> Thank that. you very do much. Do you have any impressions? Very important to the impression. Yeah. Do you do any? Um, well, I, I mean, know this is a total sidebar from uh, you know the REM show, but I would love to hear just some impressions. Oh, there's do. always time for impressions. Always I mean, is this an episode of There's Always Time for Impressions? I believe it is. That's the impression that. Hey everyone, welcome to There's Always Time for Impressions. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And we have a very special guest here today, a master impressionist himself. They do call me the man of 10,000 voices. Oh, oh boy, we're going to hear 9,999 of them tonight. Uh, David Wayne is here. Hey, David. Uh, well, don't call me David. Call me Gomer Pyle. Well, golly! Oh, you know, neighbors. Um, but then again, honestly, I don't even know maybe what Jimmy Stork would want to say uh-huh. about uh, all sure. this. I don't know what he would want to say. What a wonderful life this is with Jimmy <laughs> Stewart in the studio. Is. What a wonderful life it would have been if Jimmy Stork had a Cockney accent and he was from Cockney, England. <laughs> I don't know. But then again, there's different parts of uh, different parts of London have different accents. Like you got the Northern England accent, and you got the Southern right, England accent. We gotta cut this accent. short. <laughs> are, these, <laughs> are these impressions? I don't think so. All but right, you know, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. That's the impression that I get. 
you know, Ooh, all that would the really fell apart. Uh, the, uh, yeah, no, no, I, we're not in this anymore. Presidents were <laughs> we're not in an elevator no, stuck together. Not. Oh yeah, uh, we're, we're not doing this anymore. George, where's the fourth floor? <laughs> Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, I'm a peanut farmer. <laughs> Look, Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Back to your <laughs> oh yeah. Back to your band. Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> um, so we have this one. Uh, the, maybe I play like little snippets of a couple. Sure, of Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or, right. or play the whole thing. You tell me when to stop. How, what, yeah. Let's see. How about uh, should we just begin with the begin? The begin. I mean, ooh, ooh the begin. The begin. Yeah. Right, Very nice. Is this too. the? With this. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. There it is. Guys, sped it up a bit. Yeah, it was a little faster. That's that's Scott Harbert singing. It was a live concert. Is sure. Okay if I talk over this a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah, a little little <laughs> dicey in there. No. <laughs> it was a live show, but it was in a like an all-purpose room, like a youth club, uh-huh. and I don't think there was that many people there like maybe 10 (laughs) (laughs) the whole idea of youth clubs well this is weird isn't it it was called the ptb the place to be yeah and they were like all the kids will hang out here all the time and we i was sort of helping them out with it and Uh nobody it it lasted for maybe two months and nobody ever once went there what what did they think people would come and do there? they found like an, an unused room at one of the schools I just think the whole idea if someone were to come if like if you were to come up to me david and go hey i'm starting a youth club yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, because you're not you you're not there. young for one thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it would be really weird. <laughs> but did they have like sports equipment? Like what did they, they have? Want like a foosball to... table yeah. and like some board games. Just one uh, foosball table. And they were like, kids are gonna want to hang out here. Yeah, yeah. I remember a... I, I hung out with one, with one, not in one, uh, and they had a bumper pool table, and that was like the big. Oh, yeah, because they got it for free somewhere, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, and I no played Bumper Pool that. one day. I was like, yeah, this is fine. They're like, why don't you come back next week? I'm like, uh, I played Bumper Pool already. So, you guys, right here is where yeah. I, as the drummer, yeah. am going to play drums and keyboard at the same time. Holy oh, wow. shit, like Scooter and the B. Live. I was super excited about it, and it's coming in about a couple seconds here. I mean, wow. And then listen to what I say afterwards. Thank you! <laughs> wow, you guys really slowed it down. <laughs> You're taking some liberties. I like it. Yeah, it's great. Would you ever think that you should play the correct notes on no, that? Or like, do, if, or... if you want to hear, if you want to hear the record, listen to the record. Right. We're here to give you a little intro. I'd like to hear the record. <laughs> I, Is that an I, option? For a, for a high school band, I, w- I was really impressed by this. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. No, this is good quality. Um, well, then, just like on Life's Rich Pageant, I think we go right into these days. Yeah, you do. So maybe we'll just hear that, and then we'll yeah, just yeah. a transition. I'm into it, yeah. It was, it was yeah. It's and, tighter uh, than I remember. How, how, uh, how were you received by your peers? Well... I don't know that we did that many shows. <laughs> well, taking into account that there were ten people at this show, was it not? Were there was REM a popular band at no, the high school? Definitely not. Yeah, 
Because this is pre, is this before Document? It was right as Document was that, it was oh, just, okay. just had come out. See, so this is when I was in a band and we talked on a previous episode about how uh, we played the one I love. Uh-huh. Uh, right when it was a popular song, and it was, uh, and we played a terrible version of it. Yeah. Well, actually, but, I was a DJ in high school, uh, also, mm-hmm. and my friend Ari and I—it was called Metro Music. Uh, Is this Ari the Ari that you base your character Ari on? No, it's the what they based the name of the band REM on. Oh, okay, really? Um, so it's Ari like. Uh, wait a no. minute! Is this an episode of Ari's Butthole? I believe so. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Ari's Butthole. <laughs> this is Scott. And this is Scott. And uh, we're just here talking about Ari's Ari, Butthole. Ari, Ari's. Ari's Butthole. butthole. <laughs> of course. It's- now, which Ari are we talking about here? Is it David's friend? Well, by the way, should we introduce our guest? Oh yeah, this is our guest, David Wayne. Oh hey, good to be here, you guys. Yeah, we're talking about Ari's Butthole. What do you have to say about it? I mean, you know, not much, really. <laughs> well, I guess, let's call it. Bye. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Good app. That was yeah. good. So your friend Ari. He uh, and I had this the DJ service called Metro Music, and the kids at the dances wanted to hear the popular hits of the day, but sometimes when we were in like a cranky, uh, rebellious mood, we'd be like, no, we're going to play Radio Free Europe. <laughs> <laughs> and they would be like, so what? What did people want? They I, didn't I remember care either way. The one time I DJed, I think I was 17, I DJed my friend's birthday party. She was like, you have so many records, you should DJ my party. And so I was playing, like, it was with a bunch of adults first, and so I learned the DJ trick of, like, play stuff from the 50s and 60s right, right, early right. on and get all the old people out yeah. dancing and then segue into popular stuff. But the one thing I didn't know was, like, all the stuff I had was, like, white REM, Oingo Boingo type right. stuff. And so one of the girls came over and was like, can you play like dance music? Yeah. You know, and I was and like, you're like sure, Axel F. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what we get everyone out on the dance floor. But I didn't have any of that kind of stuff. So here, do you want to hear one another couple? Of course I do. So this is, can't get there from here. A little rushed, a little rushed. Um, that chord is not the right chord, right? Probably this not. This one. You know, there was no internet. Right, yeah. You well, you have the songs, the though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, there's no internet. Yeah, but when you're... Listen you're, to the record. Yeah, but you can't... There's notes playing at the same time. You can't know what chord it is. You can't pick them out? I don't know. But I, it's just, I mean, it's impressive to me because it's recognizably yeah. that song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in high school, there's no way I would be able to do any of this. We did a cool. Here, let me just. The singer is, you know, his approach is interesting. Yeah, he's not doing it like Sipe, which is great. I I think why do a cover if you're just going to sound like the people? But they're an REM tribute band. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. He was a great guitar player. That guy, really great. But he wasn't playing guitar. I don't think. I what? Think we didn't, I didn't. We didn't like Your him. Your story is very no, shaky. He was. He was playing guitar like he. We didn't. He was kicked out of the band for like behavior reasons. Really? Oh, it tells then about we invited those. him back just to sing or something. I but don't were know. you? Were you? Oh, here's me doing background. <laughs> here's <a> mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild drumming. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a big deal. A, so, yeah. were you guys an REM tribute band in that there was someone who, as Peter Buck, there's someone as no, Mike Mills? No, we didn't put on costumes. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are different genres of tribute bands because since then I have. Been a, quite a connoisseur because uh-huh. hmm. uh, when I went to NYU on Bleecker Street, 
there was this band, this this club called the Rock and Roll Cafe, and every night they had three different tribute bands. Oh, oh wow! Amazing. So you just you could just pop in, like not even pay a ticket, just like looking for something. There's Rush is playing, or Jimi Hendrix oh, is playing, shit. or Guns N' Roses. Oh, I it would was, go there constantly. It was awesome. And first, they were, you know, they're technically exactly as good as the, the real. Right, band, right. Know. The first one I ever heard about was the Electric Punks. They played here in L.A. It was a Van Halen tribute band. Yeah. And that was the only one that we had. And this is like after, you know, Roth left the band. Wait a minute. Is this an episode of V talking yeah. Van Halen V me? Yeah. everyone, welcome to V Talking Van Halen V Me. This is Scott. And this is Scott. We're just talking Van Halen. We have a very special guest, David Wayne. Hey, hey David. I love Halen. You love him? Yeah. What's, oh what's your you arrow? Who Michael do you like? Anthony. Oh. I love, uh, Eddie. Alex. Oh. Now, wait a second. Wolfgang, are you, what about Wolfgang? Are you a Hagar guy or? Okay. I knew you had to ask it. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Let's okay. hear it. I knew you were going to come with uh-huh, come to me with uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Or Gary Sharon. I'm all about DDD, Diamond Dave. Yeah. Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave. What, uh, 1984? Uh, I'm, I'm actually asking. 1984? <laughs> I'm all about VH2. <laughs> I love those scissor kicks he used to do. Those were classic. Oh, my gosh. He, his uh, assless chaps. Oh, yeah. So no, funny. No one can out Eddie Eddie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, speaking of good points, here's another one. We got to end this. Yep. Bye. Goodbye. So, David. Let me play the end of Can't Get There From Here because we did a little something. Okay. I think. Uh, <laughs> that's the. Uh, Jesus. I'm sitting here trying to really pace it up for you guys, but I realize that's not a huge priority. Here it comes. Interesting. Now these sound like fun songs to play. Oh, such a blast! I mean, I would, the, I would kill to do it right now. Yeah. REM started as they they call them a party band a lot because yeah. it just is like this is great music to just kind of like dance around to and they, have fun. We might not just yeah. we might need to start a forties white guy uh, REM tribute band. band. I would oh, start yeah. tomorrow. What would you play? Uh, that bass that you were miming earlier. I, I can't play. <laughs> no, you any could be the guy who's like the what do you call it? the. the the guy who's in the band, the hype stage, man, the hype man. Yeah, the you, hype you man. Be the or mighty, I'll just be Boston the manager, guy. but I'll put my face on all the posters, <laughs> and my name will be bigger. You than remember that rap act where they, the one of the guys had a clock around his chest, for example. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. you know what's weird is I went to go see him. They came on an hour late. It's like, hey, look down at your chest. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll help you be on. Well, on time. maybe the clock was wrong. That's true. I bet it was right twice a day, though. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to take a break, David. All right. Is that okay? Um. Actually, I'm going to take a pass. And we'll, we'll <laughs> We're go. just going to plow okay. through? Yeah. No, we do have to take a break. When we come back, do you have more that you want to play, or do you have uh, – do you want to – I think it would be a good idea to play one or two little more pieces. And okay, you have great. some studio recordings. Yeah. That's true, too. We have some other stuff. Plus, we're going to uh, hear your top ten REM songs of all time. All right. That's exciting. So we are going to be right back 
with a little more are you talking rem remy we'll see you on the other side of this um adam big fan of uh the show that we want to talk to everyone about. Yeah. I, and I, I, in fact, was on it. Oh, cool. I got the call to be on it, and um, you you did not. I'm Apparently very, not. Very sorry about that. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Te- Teacher's Lounge. Teacher's Lounge. It's a show that is so good, only I can be on it, and not Adam. <laughs> Um, Big Grande. They're uh, four really funny, funny dudes. Super great guys. Um they have a podcast called Teacher Lounge, and it's back for season six, available exclusively on Stitcher Premium. Teacher's Lounge is a behind-the-scenes look at a fictional Hamilton high school. It's told – excuse me, I took a drink. thought you would say that sentence a little more slowly. But, nope. Um, nope. <laughs> for once, I spoke fast. <laughs> uh, it's told by four of the honor department's teachers, or the honors department teachers, I guess is a better way to say that, played by UCB's Big Grande Improv Group. And what makes a comedy podcast special uh, often is its skill in constructing a fully realized world. Who wrote this? This sucks. This sucks. Why do I have to read this? And Teacher's Lounge pulls this off with remarkable flair. Remarkable. Wow. Who wrote this? This has got to be the work of Join Big Grande and other special guests from the greater Hamilton High community to discuss the hard-hitting issues facing today's high schoolers only on Stitcher Premium. Go to stitcherpremium.com slash teacher and use the promo code REM for a free month of Stitcher Premium. That sounds pretty good. That's what did good I? One. What did I think of that song? You did. You were kind of an asshole about that song. Asshole, come on. I like that song. I love that song. Oh wait, no, this part sucks. Oh, this Boom. is great. It's <laughs> great. Uh, welcome back. Are you talking to REM Remy? We're here with David Wayne, and um, he's been playing us some kick-ass jams. Oh man, we got to hear more. Well, here's here's one that I like. This it's the song I believe from Life's Rich Pageant, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Somewhere halfway through, we uh, switch into this song also called I Believe. Remember, we were talking about that earlier? Two songs, two the songs, same, yeah. title, same title uh, by Who, the Buzzcocks. Oh, I Believe It. Yeah, okay. you know that song? Yeah, yeah, here All we right. go. So yeah. here, oh, <laughs> I'm like sitting here like playing like a DJ, like <laughs> here I go, but uh, it wasn't even plugged in, and now he's dangling the cord in a teasing way. And I'm trying to also talk to the microphone. I'm trying to be professional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're nothing if not professional. I come from a radio family, and I just care about the— You know, I could tell. Is your dad still with us, by the way? Yes, he is. 90 years old. Really? And what does he do for a living? He uh, (laughs) is—he works two jobs. He's a short-order chef, (laughs) Uh, and then he repairs uh, roofs. (laughs) Uh, No, he's retired, actually, weirdly Mm. enough. (laughs) Um, Does he still get those records? uh, No. Uh. But now with Spotify— Right? Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Is he really 90 years old? Yeah. Wow. Just turned 90. Doing great. Plays tennis. So this is that. Um, 
but the lyrics wrong. The first song I learned on drums of any song in the world was Radio Free Europe. That's how I learned to play the drums. Oh, interesting. It's fascinating, actually. Did you guys uh, play that <laughs> in this set? Uh, you know, I yes, you we do. do. In the yes, and no, we have it alive. The studio ver- versions of these songs kind of suck. I can give you a little taste, <laughs> but but then um, <clears throat> the other thing I was going to tell you while we're getting to the to the part, interesting part, yeah. Um, well, we also played a lot of we would have debates about the lyrics because all those early songs it was very was this in front yeah. of the audience this is part of the show you no have i wish debates? that we this was pre-podcast when the thing was to like endlessly mm-hmm. debate things in front of an audience right it, it right. was more like we talked about it beforehand mm, okay uh and um but then it was like this c- continuum where we we had the horrible cassettes that we mostly listened to mm-hmm. but then somebody would finally bring in the vinyl of something and be like oh now we hear a little better oh I see but uh-huh. then the CD came out and then we'd hear even better and we'd get a bit even mm-hmm. newer idea of what the lyrics were right and then even more than that years later with the advent of the internet I tracked down the isolated tracks the original right. studio tracks which I'll play you in a little bit that's a little tease. this is exciting because we've never heard these before <clears throat> no. it's really cool so how close are we to the uh, segue I I really hope it's soon. Here, let me see. Let me just get ahead. Here we go. Nope, that's not it. Nope. It's, it's coming, you guys. It really is. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're interested in um, another tidbits is that yeah. you go see my movie Wanderlust, you'll hear the, movie, the song Driver 8 because it takes place in Georgia. Fascinating. So wait, 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 let's get this story. Let's rewind a little bit. Was Driver Eight expensive? Uh, probably. If you see your movie Wanderlust, I put the song Driver Eight by REM in that movie. Interesting. Classic REM song. Yeah. Classic movie. Classic movie. Classic song. Okay, it's got to happen. It's got to be, be around. It's got to right be coming now. out. Okay, here we go. It's a great song, I believe. It's oh, really it's one of my favorites. Here we go. And this version of it. Oh, uh, wow. I believe. It's like, how did we do that? <laughs> I love this song. This, this I believe, because the ending chorus required me to play so fast yeah. that it was such a blast. Hear this? Me more. Hear this blazing fast 16th note? That's really fast. Yeah, it, it is, is really, really fast. fast. I was young. Is this you on backing vocals again? I might have been grunting a little bit. got some effects on the vocals, too. Sounds good. I don't know. You guys were say, tight. It sounds tighter than I ever remembered it being. It, you guys are good. I would see you. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe we need to do a, I think a reunion. It, I reunion. think everyone's still alive. Let's get your buddy out. <laughs> Let's get this other yeah. guy who was kicked out for, for behavioral <laughs> yeah. problems. Well, he was the guy who were like, you're three hours late for a rehearsal. And then he would say, oh, and you're beyond reproach. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's well, a good counter wait a minute. to anything. <laughs> oh, and you're beyond reproach. <laughs> <laughs> love uh, I love it. This, this sounds, sounds good. awesome. Well, then, I love the Buzzcocks. Later, yeah. this we all, some of us, same band, toured summer camps for a whole summer called the Rockin' Nights of Summer. Oh. I did a mashup. Uh, uh, I don't think we ever played it live, but when I was in my band, I figured out a cool mashup of XTC's Dear God 
and Gethsemane from uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. They were sort of in the same key. They were like, ding, 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 Those are fun mashups. Dear God, don't be the message of. And then I only want to say, do you guys know Jesus Christ? I don't know either of those songs. You don't know XTC's Dear God? I don't think so. Or maybe I do. If I heard it, I would probably. That know. was always That's the thing. Like insane if, to me. If, it, if a song had the same chord progression as another song, you'd jump mm-hmm. into it. Yeah, I yeah. always loved when Brian Setzer's big band would play one of their songs, uh, uh, Rock This Town, and then they would switch into the Pink Panther theme. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Mancini's classic. Here, take a here. This is this. This is called. So. Right? Yeah, we we know this. Sure, yeah, we a classic Harry yeah. song. But what if I? Whoa! Put that, put that, put that up your wall. I mean, put that, put that up your wall. That this isn't country at all. That's, oh, isn't that crazy? Raven Station. Wave. So you have like the original I've like got four all the track recording? Where do you get oh. that? Well, you can find all the stuff on the internet. Anything that was ever on GarageBand, I mean on um, Guitar Hero or oh. GarageBand, yeah. Was, Guitar Hero. And what was the other one? Rock Band. Rock, Rock Band. Yeah, yeah. So wait, is this a is this a, a this is a cover? No, this is the actual original track. And rock from Band separates it all. When when those games came out, yeah, Rock Band. I and thought Guitar it was. Hero, I thought it was. Co- I thought it was. They other... started by doing covers, but yeah, then yeah. soon in the, the demand was there to get the actual bands Whoa. to participate. So they would get the separate tracks. Yeah, but wow. they were not. But it was easy enough for hackers to then. Hackers, man! Uh, it's this just, is yeah. fucking these like the like the wow. movie from the from yeah, 1995 with Matthew Broderick, and he like puts yeah you know, hackers. The only way to uh, win the game of nuke thermonuclear war is not to play. Yeah, mm. these hackers did it. So that's crazy. That sounds Isn't so that cool? interesting. Is the Mike Mills backing vocals? Uh, Let's hear a little bit. Can we hear some of those? By the way, that was great. Uh, well, the vocals are not separated, but you did hear. I have a few other songs too. It's I have I think I have these days and calling out in transit, calling out in transit. It's amazing. By the way, if you go on the internet, you can find thousands of songs. But how do you are? How are you able to, to switch back and forth? I'm, oh, I see. He's a hacker himself. I'm like a. I like to d- d- dick around with music production. You see. So you put it into iMovie or something? This is logic. This is like real music. Is that software. like that uh, that one eight hundred suicide thing? Logic. <laughs> yeah. Can we hear these days like that? Okay. Let me see if I see. What this I is got. crazy. What do you think, uh, Adam? What do you think? This is blowing your mind because you have blowing heard this my before. mind. What it do you? What do you think about it? It makes me think. Uh, it Maybe makes they, me, it they, just, they sucked. No, you realize just how like professionally recorded Murmur was. This is all sounding very technical and impressive to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's but it's interesting, interesting hearing the his voice. Yeah, uh, by itself, it sounds much more. Um, I keep wanting to say. I think of them as a neophyte band at that at that point. But that sounds. He sounds very yeah, but kind I mean, of experienced look at, look at in the Chronic studio. Town. I mean, it's so tight. It's I'm so not good. Feeding off you 
if I can, and I can. March into the ocean, march into the sea. Had a hat. By the way, I mean, he's just got a great voice. Yeah, yeah. But that sounds fucking awesome. Tug Glass would want a little more reverb on this, uh-huh. I did a thing for a while. I would get these kinds of tracks, and then I would just slide the vocal track like a quarter of a second uh-huh. so that it sounds like the singer is Drunk. terrible. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah. You have a lot of free time. I, it's crazy. I don't know <laughs> How what, are you so accomplished? I don't know, because I waste <laughs> so much time doing yeah, like, so many things. Do you, I, I don't quite understand your life. Like, you wake up in the morning. You and have, I, like, practice you step up Rubik's, to the plate. I practice the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> then I spend, like, two hours doing card tricks. Then I... You, did, you walked in here with two decks of cards. You always yeah. have cards on you. I have never not cool. seen you doing just magic. Right. Just sitting around doing magic. And then magic. I'll probably play Scrabble for a while. And then... <laughs> I don't understand. What do you, like... <laughs> and then, and then direct like, a movie. Then is, is directing and... movies that easy where you can do it, like, it's you know... Pretty, it's pretty easy. It is pretty easy. <laughs> it takes no time. <laughs> here, just while we're here, this is my uh, remix of... Um, <laughs> of uh, you Shook Me All Night Long. Okay. It's not a remix. It's more of a... Yeah. Movie. You just got to listen for just a couple seconds here. This is the band ACDC. <laughs> Thank you. Live. So far, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah, very into this. I know you didn't ask, but here it is. Great. came from there's a lot more oh, wow oh my god I don't what's know. it like living wow. in your head that is great oh, my god did, did you have any more REM yes, songs on uh, that thing? sure uh, do you want to hear the, the, the ISO tracks or more of the tribute band I've got one. please what? no more of the tribute band what, what, yeah, okay. what other ISO tracks <laughs> do you see. have okay okay which songs uh, it's, like, it's like pulling it up <laughs> well that's not that funny <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we've got Driver 8, Losing My Religion, and The One I Love. Oh, let's hear Losing My Religion. Mm. That's one of the more popular songs they've yeah, ever a, done. It was a big hit. <laughs> That's, and we haven't talked about that on this show no, to this point. The, it actually was a big hit. It was a very big hit. <laughs> it's weird that we didn't mention that. <laughs> um, it's playing now. Cool. So do we need to turn? Well, it I, up I here? guess we're waiting for the vocals to start because I just ah oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. What do you want to do until the vocals? You would start? think that they would. Oh, Ooh. life is bigger. It's bigger than you, and you are not me. The links that I will go to. You know. The distance. At a certain point, the novelty wears off, and you're like, okay, yeah, it's cool. It I love cool. this. I feel like. I love listening to the other parts too, the guitar. Yeah. You know, I almost feel like though that I would rather listen to all the parts put together. 
What well, do you mean? I mean, <laughs> I would say more like for like general times. Yeah. Sure. Like, like, like for pleasure, I would probably like put them all together and just listen to them all simultaneously. But what about just the drums for a while? Is this losing <laughs> my religion? Yeah. This is telling a story. This is, this is a drummer Whoa. that knows how to t- tell the story by hitting the skins. But is Bill Berry one of your favorite drummers, would you say? Yes, he is. And, and the drummer from uh, Jay Goss Band, I love. Hmm. But if you listen to the ISO tracks of, say, Stuart Copeland, it's pretty instructive yeah. and incredible. Really? Yeah. You know, he holds the sticks like this. Oh, I didn't know that. Like mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. And like this <laughs> as well. Because, you know, I'm in a remote studio in Denver, so I can't see what you're <laughs> doing. Thanks, by the way, for hooking yeah, up the satellite. Yeah, for I know no you're problem. like you're by the way, I'd love to just thank all, all the great people here at KEZT in Denver who's been so just nice to set me up at 4.30 Well, they the knew your dad as well, you know. It's yeah. kind of a uh, favor it's, for are him. Are they it's bummed really out great. that this is taking four hours? Well, they did. They, the morning show is now being delayed oh, so okay. that we can tape this. But they're like, it's cool. And it's they have, cool. They have Not of, a lot going on in the news That's today. Great. They have the tape of yesterday's show they're playing. <laughs> Do we um, – should we listen to – hear what David's uh, favorite REM song what are is Are you on? trying to get out of here? No. I thought that's what, what we were doing. What's your we problem, dude? <laughs> <laughs> um, David, you, you, I, I wrote to you earlier today, and I asked if you would bring in your top ten REM songs. Hurry up. Oh, right, uh, on internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On internet, yes. I wrote to you, and it was, it was fun. It was fun to write to you. Um, what was that like? It was cool. It was like I looked up uh, – you have many email addresses, by the way. Thank you. Um, I found the right that one. so sweet. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yeah, no problem. I found the right one. I sent it to you, and I was like, I just fucking emailed David Wayne. Yeah. It's kind of a big – It's it happened. Big it was a big deal, and then, everyone. you know, you wrote right back, and uh, so, it was uh, thrilling. My list of top ten is – I had to be honest. I could have yes, please I candor. I could have spread it out more. Yeah, but I because I do like the um, a lo- some of the later REM stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually but you got to really be do. honest. You got. But I have honest. to say if they did. They just didn't make it in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I get it. And it so looks ten. There's only ten slots in the top there's ten. Only ten slots, and I thought about it. Believe me. And so they're really focused on the first three, uh, four albums. Okay. Um, so you want me to go ten to one? Um. Yeah. yeah, I think that's classic. Yeah. I mean, do you, all right. Do you want to just read them out, or you want to read wanna... read them out one by one, and I'll try to find them and play them. All right. Uh, number ten is talk about the passion. Talk about the passion, and this is from which album? That's going to be Murmur. Mm-hmm. You want me? I could do it right here. Yeah. Uh. Oh, you have them right there. Yeah. Of course. You have them in the list here. Take this. Take oh, take the cords. Oh, <laughs> Third time's a charm. <laughs> We've never done that to a guest before. I mean, I feel like if you you might have to release a, at least a photo of what you're talking about. <laughs> people know. People know. People know. Believe, it's uh, like, believe me, people know. Believe, All right. Man. So talk about the passion. Which, by the way, was one of the first songs I ever learned to play on the guitar. Really? And I I I only learned to play guitar the way REM plays. I, I, right. I never really learned how to play regular. You never chords. strummed. Oh. You just kind I of went, did arpeggios. Ah, oh, okay. Hey. Talk about the passion. I mean, Chinese brothers. All right, so I'm gonna keep going. Stick around for this charming band. (laughs) Then, of course, I mean. Oh, okay. Great. Wolves lower. That's number one. Wolves comma lower. Uh, And then another one. Let's slow it down. Let's slow it down. Okay. 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 So wolves comma lower. What do you like about this? Uh, To me, well, it's. I think of it as the first REM song there is. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, side uh, first track on side uh, one of, of Chronic Town. Although great. they did they did put out the single before that. A great kicking off song, right? But kicking I do... off a, an EP. Yeah. What's this make you think of? To me, do, do you think a scary wolf? I mean, first of all, the drums. Talk about drums. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like they, so. They have a full kit. Awesome. They have a full kit. For like a bunch of 22 year olds. They, they, have, they could buy like the complete drums. But um, I just don't th- there's no song like this. Yeah. It, it's, it, it might, now that I'm talking about it, it might be higher on my list. Well, I'm not going to change it. Okay. I'm going to stick to the instinct I had earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. All right. So then here's, then I believe. Oh, yeah. It starts with the. Banjo. I like this part of I believe the best. Just I the like banjo it. part. Yeah. <laughs> but when it kicks in, because you were part of me was thinking when you when I got Life's Rich Pageant, are they gonna have any of that really classic sound sound? Yeah. Then this song comes on, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, this is but the this classic. This is even it's just this is like a Fourth of July you're drinking a beer in the sun mm-hmm. song. I wish Fourth of July were every day. Too. I love our country. It wouldn't, I don't know that it would be the same though if it was. Um the, then of course there's this one. I'm now down to number seven. Swan Swan, Swan, Swan H. H. Which, Swan, by the way, I read this. Michael Stipe says the title is now just Swan Swan Hummingbird. He was being too arty when he when he said and that so it was Swan Swan. Cha- H. He's retroactively. He's retroactively saying buy back all the records and change it. He should. Well, Mike Mills felt it was pretentious to have it be Swan Swan H. Yeah, and so Stipe is now like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's just Swan Swan Hummingbird. But I think that wasn't that. One or two of those wasn't listed on the CD or record. Yeah, or no, it was out of order and it was all weird. The no, life like the, one of those. Yeah, they had an extra song that was just not mentioned. Yeah, the, right. Yeah. So, by the way, they remastered this song in 2011. It sounds like this. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. What is uh, that's now, number seven? Yes. I mean, we've we've actually <laughs> talked about most of these songs already at one point or another. Cool. Hey, you know what I want to reference? What? Is that show we did? We went to go see up in Portland. Yeah, let's reference that. <laughs> Just wanted to reference that. Now that we can. <laughs> um, Radio Free Europe. You know, uh, for, this is the, what I consider to be the first REM song. Me too. Which in version do you like the best? I like the studio. I know you guys like the hip tone single. Mm-hmm. As a fan of the show, I heard you talk about that. Thanks, bro. Uh, I like them both. For different I like them reasons. both. Uh, this one's yeah. really great. That's one of the things I do like about this one. <laughs> Is that it's really yeah, great? Yeah. I mean, when I, that's probably my favorite thing about it, actually. Is that it's really great? Yeah. <laughs> um, the other version, I feel like, has different qualities that I like. <laughs> really great ones. Um, All right. That's number six. Then that was number six. And then the next one, just imagine you're at Shaker Heights High School down in the, in in the basement. stage three. Oh, okay. Stage and three. everyone's getting What's ready for the What's going on stages one and two? And upstairs. And wow, this is truly focused on the first four albums. I did say that. This, by the way, when I say this is the the worst out of five, this is still one of the better REM songs of all time, in my opinion. I agree. You know it's what I mean? Song. It's one of my, it's my number five favorite. But yeah, nothing from Reckoning time. or Fables yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, so, and not now, at number four, this is called Catapult. Catapults, catapults. I mean, just the choruses. Can you yeah. ISO my vocals here for one second? <laughs> catapult, catapult. 
So you'll be the guitar player and vocalist for our. Can we isolate our, our vocal? Can we isolate our uh, me and Adam's vocals for how does it feel to be in REM? How does it feel to be in REM? Feels good. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> um, all right, that was number five or four. That was number four. Okay, what do we have at number uh, three? The number three is from. Uh, reckoning, I think. Yeah. Nice. I mean, come on. Yeah. I'm sorry. To me, that first, the wind kicks in the verse right here. Uh, yeah. It's like, uh, Third uh, verse when Mike Mills comes in with the backing vocals for the uh, verse. Oh, yeah. That's where I, yeah, I always get a chill. I always pee in my pants when that happens. Yep. Yeah. Little drops. Just I mean, pew, 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 as pew, with pew. any great music in life, it's you. It's what you associate from your the time you first heard it, or from yeah. some sometimes key I, moment. It's interesting though. Sometimes it'll pass through into just like oh now I'm just hearing it and I'm not even oh yeah I used to associate this with that you know right. I don't know what that's, am I trying to say? That's the malleable quality I sound, of I sound music. Fucking stupid, don't I? I wasn't sure what you were saying, <laughs> but I think I understand. Thanks. And okay, agree. good. No, you do. You do sound. Wait, I want to try and guess the la- your two top yeah. songs. Okay. I'm gonna say "Stand in the Place Where You Live." I'm gonna say "Driver 8 is one of them. I, huh. I'm, I'm, I'm putting out a poker face here. Yeah, you are. Uh, you're. Really good poker player. Thank yeah, you. you are. Uh, did I talk about that's how we met? Uh, you did, like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> driver eight and then fall on me, maybe. No, I didn't. No, no, I, no, I, uh, I'm going to go. There's already been so much from Murmur. I don't think it's anything right. from Murmur. I'm going to say, how does it feel to be in REM? I think Parentheses so too, good. For both one for and both. two. <laughs> and now. Coming in at number two, this is Casey Case. <laughs> Whoa, um, Casey! Another Wayne. impression Whoa. from David, Wayne. David Wayne's Man top 10, ten REM voices. songs, the second most loved song of all time from REM, as for per David Wayne's opinion. <laughs> Shut up, Casey! Get to it. Whoa! CD no. D. Is this because you played this in the band? <laughs> You're both like no. Is this really one of your... Well, again, it's this oh, association. Yeah, yeah, the time, yeah. How much fun it was to play and yeah. sing a... I'm not going All right. What's he say at the beginning? When the, when the world uh, what's he say a that monster. Is a monster. That's what I thought he said. Yeah. That's sort of like foreshadowing of monster. Yeah. And the world turning to shit. Yeah, that's true. My number one all-time favorite one is when you... Could have guessed, but didn't. Whoa, this is blowing my mind. Wait, let me try and guess again. Oh, pilgrimage or laughing? You could have guessed it. But didn't. But didn't. Uh, I mean. Is this 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 boxcars? No. Uh, It's Carnival of Swords. Carnival of Swords. Boxcars of Swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the part that really makes me jizz is right here. When it kicks in. Can you do that? Can you do the start the song again and jizz again? Yeah, I'd love to hear you jizz again. I mean, I'm here to do a job. I'm getting paid, so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'll ever be able to hear this song without hearing you go. 
That's that's right the goal. That's yeah. a great song. Hopefully true for a lot of the listeners as well. Wow, what a top ten! But I mean, just to give you a little comparison, <laughs> and the chorus. I don't know which version I like better. There he is. God, that sounds so fun. It was. It was. That'd great. be fun. We should. We should. Be let's in, do it. We, let's, I, by the let's way, do something. How I about wish my high school had bands like that? It sounds like there were a ton of bands at your school. I think we should have the Are You Talking REM Ray Me tribute band show. Yeah. Yeah. Where we where okay so listeners out there anyone can sign up. Yep. It's free to or no actually let's do it like you know we're putting on this event we need we to should so, have it. if to submit. It's two hundred and fifty dollars, yep. and then we choose, let's say, eight bands. Yeah, but okay. you need to submit. Like, we need as many people as possible to, to submit, submit in order to put on the with event with a check for two hundred two hundred fifty dollars. Okay, and but that's, then I do think that at the end of the day, the whole show is our band. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. won't yeah. choose any of them. <laughs> yeah, we're going to choose eight. But, but you they're do not going to play. The honor of being having been submitted. Right. Exactly. Or we can have an evening of all REM tribute bands. Yeah. Like eight. That would be bands. actually that would be a long really, evening. That would be really fun yeah. too. And awesome. Because I think there's an REM. I'm sure band there's many. That just uh, tribute band that follows me on Twitter now. Are, uh, are they called Stipe? Yeah, there's that yeah. one. Um, so like, it would be fun to gather. I you think know, they're uh, from the UK, right? Oh, okay. But it it, I mean, it would like be it. fun to fly them out. Or and here's the other thing I want to talk about. Fest. Here's the other thing I want to talk about. And David, I'll, I'll allow you to get in on this. Okay. Okay. So a lot of people have said, well, what, what do you what do you want? With REM, like, what do you want REM's reaction to this show to be? Do you? I mean, we interviewed you too on our mm-hmm. previous show, you know. And look, this is all we want. All right, we want uh, REM to reform, mm-hmm. and we want to put on a backyard barbecue, probably at Adam's place because mm-hmm. he has a better backyard than me. Mm-hmm. We want to put on a backyard barbecue, and we want them to just do two sets. Two sets, yeah. of, two sets of an hour and fifteen minutes apiece. So a total of two, two and a half hours. Two and a half hours, no repeating songs, no repeating songs. That's all we want, and we want to invite, you know, two hundred and fifty of our closest friends, yeah. and we want them to reform and 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 Bill Barry. We want him there, yeah. non-negotiable. We and need we want to be able to record it both uh, on video, but also. Uh, on audio. Audio. And then, we need to isolate all the tracks. But we own the master tapes. We own the masters. That's very, very important to us. We, because if you don't own the master, then You're you have a master. I was going to say, though, that I would suggest you get asked for a percentage of all royalties. We want points. Yeah. We, want, we definitely oh, want points. Oh, for the whole their library. Back, their yeah. back catalog, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we'll take – I mean, we'll give them 20 points. We want to – to be just a hundred percent honest, we we want to fleece them. Can I just give oh you, yeah? Can I just give you a little hint from the art of the deal? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell them if they don't do the show. Yeah. If they do the show, then we will not insist on having ongoing royalties for all of their library yeah. in perpetuity. Yeah. Mm. And they will feel like they're then getting a deal. They're getting yeah. a deal. It's okay. a good, 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 good way of doing it. Because you walk away from a negotiation, everyone feels like a winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're the only one that really won. fucked them over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck them. And this is all we want. Look, just get all four of them back together for the yeah. first time. Plus a sound guy. 
We got to get the sound. Got to get the sound guy. A, we, a, you know, we, a, at least we a their, sound guy. Well, we want their guitar tech. We want their lighting crew. That's very yeah. important because we don't want to put on like a shitty, like a backyard. Just oh, no, it's no, a no, fuck no, around no. show. We want a professional show. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be filming it, so it needs to it look needs to look good. good. I mean, and we'll get Lance Bangs to to film it. Like sure. they, they should trust we're us. Not paying any of these. Not people. paying okay, any of them. There's one problem. What's that? One they one of the guys from their pyro crew, mm-hmm. not the main guy, but yeah. one of the like the guy the, who does all the fireworks behind him. And, yeah, but like yeah. one of the like assistants. Yeah, no longer is in that business anymore. Really? Okay. So all right, I think all right. this whole thing falls apart. Okay. Well, I don't know. The wait, which guy? The guy who did like Rick. The, Rick? No, Rick's Rick not Dan, doing it anymore. Rick Dan Danziger. Rick okay. Danziger? Yeah, he's out. He's out. You but know he what? Was mostly, he, did the, he did the flash pots. Well, no, mostly he guarded the equipment when everyone yeah. was out there doing this show. We can't get another guard. Fuck this. Well, REM, if you're listening, we th- these are our demands. Mm. Yeah, get all Rick right. back if you can. Yeah. Uh, that's you, all we you guys want. must have met uh, those guys at some point. Rick? Well, we, Rick, yeah. Oh, you met him up in Portland. Yeah, yeah, he was so, there. He wasn't guarding anything. But the REM guys. You're right. He retired. I have now m- met. Uh, Three quarters, seventy-five percent of them. Yeah, yeah. As have I. Yeah. Have you met uh, Michael Stripe? Um, no. Michael Stipeand? Not really. No. I, I crossed paths with him at a few parties way back in the day. I, I saw him at one of those New Year or wait Christmas a minute, you parties. were in that Drive video though. Yeah. So you I met was. him then? Well, not really. You're not meeting him. It was like a thousand fans. Right, right. Not peer to peer. Much like <laughs> LimeWire, no. for instance. Oh, my God. LimeWire. Lime wow. That's where I got all my early REM songs. <laughs> I did. I used to get REM uh, bootlegs off, off LimeWire. Lime yeah, of course. Where 99% of your audience is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's LimeWire? <laughs> Look it up. Um, David, we want to thank you for being on the show. This is a true treat. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you um, so much. I appreciate you reaching out to us, wanting to do it, uh, and bringing all these songs and, and, I and tracking them down. I appreciate you guys inviting me back for the next episode. That's sure. So nice. yeah. yeah, come on back. Any time. Um, Any time. We can't. Never. <laughs> we can't. This was, it's just not possible. You know what might be easiest? I'll just stay here until the next time. Oh, cool. Sure. <laughs> we should move studios. <laughs> I don't know what to do about this because it's not. Like, By it's the way, I camp. just got to say, any I love coming to the Earwolf Studios, and I think all of the Earwolf podcasts are terrific and worth checking out. Um, I wouldn't even begin to name all the titles, but sure, it's so bad. I will try, but I there's go so ahead, many do them alphabetically if you could do. Well, there's I'm sure. There's many of them. There's what do we got? Beautiful many. Anonymous, maybe yeah, first. I don't know. Then Crybabies. Something with Paul Tompkins, I'm sure. Oh, sure. So the Pod F Tompcast. Yes, his current program. The best. <laughs> um, we always kind of wrap up uh, when we have a guest. We we David, what what do you want to say about REM? What have they meant to you in your life? I I f- hesitate to use the term soundtrack of our lives because mm. it's so done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it it's evocative. But with that caveat, I will say REM to me was, I mean, I guess I would say the soundtrack of our lives. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, um, like a 10-song soundtrack. Yes. You like know. a CD with a track listing on the back. That you buy at Virgin Megastore. They got me through 
all the hard times. Really? Tell, talk about the hard what times. What about the good times, though? I want yeah. to hear about did, the good were times. They, did they accompany you through those good times? Well, were they I mean, carrying like, you? Like, for example, when we were setting up for my bar mitzvah, <laughs> and there was too much going you had, on. You had a late bar mitzvah <laughs> if REM was. <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, what age did you do your bar mitzvah? Twelve. Um, <laughs> So you get the you get you, I think you get it. That's yeah, I definitely get it. I definitely get it. We also ask uh, about uh, each of our guests' first sexual experience. Oh right, uh, it was in the TP at camp. <laughs> really? Tell us. I about was it. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get Adam and I have a side side bet for right. each of our guests <laughs> to see. So yeah, yeah. And one of you went with TP, and one of you bet he- heavy against it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I win. <laughs> I win five thousand dollars. Oh, wow, sorry, um, David. You're a great guy, a wonderful guest to have. Um, please do come back again. Please too. do come back again. We have a have, lot of albums to go. Yeah, that's true. So I'll be you, back. Uh, hey, I'll the Terminator. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, I'll be back. Ah, I knew it. It's considered a divorce. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> That's going to be it for us. Uh, we'll see you next time on we're going to be doing a more of a regular show on a regular album, I'm sure. We'll see you next time. Until then, we hope that you have found what you're... Oh, no, no, no. It's the end of the show as we know it. And we... No, I can't do it. It's not good. We hope that you found what you're looking for. Bye. Hello, hello, this is Nagin Farsad. I am a comedian, a writer, a honey mustard enthusiast. I also host a podcast on Earwolf called Fake the Nation. So here's the deal. Every Thursday, I invite two of my favorite politically savvy comedian pals and policy buffs, and we kvetch about news and politics. And I'm talking about people like W. Kamau Bell, Robin Thede, Brian Safi, Asif Manvi, John Lovett. Guys, the list goes on. What I'm saying is we get very funny, fancy people. And together we chat about things like the Russia investigation, Syria, the EPA, you know, just about the light stuff. But we also do the light stuff. And we do it in three tasty little segments that are rung in with this cool bell. Yeah, that's the bell. So, you guys, check out Fake the Nation on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There's new episodes every Thursday evening. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Hey, Queeros, it's me, Cami Esposito, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Query. You can sit in on hour-long conversations between me, Cameron Esposito, and some of the brightest luminaries in the LGBTQ family. Query explores individual stories of identity, personality, and the shifting cultural matrix around gender, sexuality, and civil rights. Plus, it is fun. We have had some incredible guests. Uh, Emmy winner Lena Waithe? Yes, definitely. Congressman Mark Takano? You bet. L Word creator Eileen Shaken? Yes. President and CEO of Glad Sarah Kate Ellis? We definitely have. We've got celebs. People like Trixie Mattel, Evan Rachel Wood, Tegan and Sarah, the band and the people separately on two different episodes. We also have activists and change makers in our community. 
I think it's a one-of-a-kind show full of chats you have never heard before. It's identity, it's community, it's query. You can find query every Monday on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.